Hello, hello, hello. Grizz up five. Sheesh. Phoenix is trash. <laughs> oh, was that Bane? Yeah, keep keep racking him up, Bane. God, I straight BF'd Vanelli last week. Eight <laughs> nothing. Sheesh. So he's still last in the last place in the league. It's like a disgrace. It's like a fucking free pass playing Vanelli. Yeah. It's not fair. Even people that don't know about don't even know who he is are like, who's this what why is this dude in the league? Let's go, <laughs> babe. Oh, shut Dez. up. Dez. Celebrating ass. Uh, do you need a laptop? I have a spare. Nah, that's cool. I'll just, I'll just not do anything. Just use your phone. Yeah. All right. Welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman, coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. It's episode 90. It's Monday night, November 27th, 2021. Thank you for listening. Who's here tonight? Who's in studio, Bo? I am. What up, Bo? What's up? <laughs> Bo's here. Glad to be here. In the house. I have to focus the entire time. Who else is here? <laughs> Brian. Hey. Clark. What up, man? Man, we here. We out here. That's right. I want y'all to put word on the street that we back up. <laughs> We're going to talk some hoops. We're going to have some fun. Please visit houseofhoops.com. That's H-A-U-S of hoops.com for everything House of Hoops related. What are we going to do tonight? We're going to, we got our pick game recap. Who was it? Cleveland and Milwaukee from week nine. No Giannis. No Middleton. No Drew Holiday. A lot of players were out. Uh, We got a voicemail. Yeah. Voicemail. We're watching the end of the Grizzlies Phoenix game right now. It's a good game. John Morant. John Morant is good, and if you don't think the Grizzlies are better with him on the floor, then you're a fucking idiot. I like Stephen Adams' reaction here with this and one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. He just yelled at the ceiling. Oh. I think he was yelling because McGee fell out. <laughs> yeah, they were kind of getting into it a minute ago. Is Aiden, is Aiden out there? I thought he was in protocols. 
Mm-mm. He's not out there. Who's that number 10? Jalen Smith. Oh. Oh, Jeff's guy. Project. Grizzlies are up four with a minute 45 left. This is exciting. Bo's coming to us live in studio. <laughs> not St. <Saint> Paul. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, oh. Steven Adams, the offensive rebounding machine in a putback. Up six. How's everybody doing? Good. Good? Yeah. 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 Everybody's energy feeling all right? Absolutely. Me, mm -hmm. and, me and Brian just rushed over here after work. And then Bo came over with this giant fucking box. It's like 100 pounds. More like 50 or 60. Yeah. There's like a time capsule. I don't think I've opened it. I think I threw all that shit in there in 2001. <laughs> what was in it? It was a bunch of baseball cards and basketball cards and maybe like two packs of ba uh, football cards there's a bunch of complete sets in there i got i only have one question about it there's a minute left in the game one question about it what are they doing here <laughs> i thought i could leave them here honestly <laughs> all right i'm just gonna assume this garbage who who what just happened was that bane yeah i think bane's i think bane's got 32 now oh my god he what just, a player. He just went to the rack. Conchar just got smacked in the face. Yeah, he just took a bow or something in the face. Is he bleeding? No, he's fine. No, I'm all right. That's how he talks. No, I'm all right. <laughs> What's Conchar's contract? It's a minimum. Minimum deal. Mm. Didn't he just get extended? I think he got extended. Yeah. I believe he did. Let's Con look at Conch God? Oh, he did. So he's. Jeff may have an old style. Yeah. He's locked up for $2 million in 22-23, then or $2.3 million, and then $2.4 million for 23-24. Hey, man, $2 million, even after taxes. Take that. That's a, that's a pandemic bargain because <laughs> you just, somebody gets COVID, you just plug them in. Yeah. He's so good. Was it a four-point game? Oh, oh, no. Turnover. Chris Paul doing things. Oh, man. <sighs> Phoenix is missing threes. Oh. What the hell? It's a two-point game. 32 seconds left. Grizzlies ball. So, uh, Bo, you're in town for the holidays, eh? That is correct. Yeah. How was your trip down? It wasn't too bad. Yeah. We had an early morning flight, and we got out before it started snowing, and St. Paul. Your flight happened. My flight happened. That's correct. That's good. Yeah. I didn't I didn't think you were gonna make it. <laughs> I was concerned. Well, good. The the woman and the family in front of me, they had like mesh masks on. <laughs> <laughs> and the husband through and let's go Brandon t shirt. Well, the husband had a an Iron Man finisher t shirt on. Mm. And I was like, Yeah, it's not going to affect me, is what he, he thinks. He had a Punisher tattoo on the back of his neck. And then we saw him at Baggage Claim, and they all had these, like, kind of hippie-type bohemian backpacks. Oh. And, and I was like, yeah, you guys 
anti-vax, I guess, which is your choice. But thanks for sharing your your mesh mask with me. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, they'll get theirs. Don't worry about it. They they were nice. She You're asked prob- me, she asked me what to do in Memphis. She heard I was from Memphis. I said you need to go to the Bass Pro Pyramid if you're staying downtown. Kids will <laughs> like it. <laughs> there's plenty to do in there. They got bowling. I just said there's an aquarium, basically. I got the highlight, and then you go up the elevator for ten bucks. They got a bar in there. I told them to go to Tom Lee Park, but I didn't realize it was getting redone. Oh yeah. You know what else is getting redone here in Memphis? The Overton uh, Golf Course. Yeah. Did you go by there yet? Um, I have not been. I did not. I drove down Poplar today, but then I turned off before Cooper. Before, if you can believe it, I turned on to I think Cox in between mm-hmm. Parkway and Cooper. Mm-hmm. I was showing Kate where my friends used to live mm. in a house over there. When did you get in town? Yesterday. Uh yesterday. Yes, <laughs> it was yesterday. Uh oh. That's a foul. That's a clock shot. Clock shot violation. Shot clock violation. <laughs> All right, Chris Paul time. Oh my God! Eight seconds. Grizz up two. Phoenix ball. Phoenix has two timeouts. Memphis is one. So that's a that's a good spot to be in if you're Memphis. You still got a timeout. Smart timeout management. Leave yourself one at the end. That hit the rim. Mm-hmm. That's why it bounced into. Um, we got a challenge. Who was being fouled? Yeah, that could, that might could be a good challenge. That hit the rim. The ball changes trajectory. Totally. Yeah, I don't know. So what's I don't know what the so what I mean the Grizzlies ball. Yeah, they would get the ball out of bounds. Does it change it? Get the ball out of bounds with like fourteen seconds. Is that right? Let's look at this real close. Hold on. Does the ball move? Oh, we hit it. Yeah. Hundred percent. You could tell in the live video. Did they challenge it? I don't know. Oh no! They must be out of challenges. <sighs> Taylor I checked, Jenkins. I checked my phone because <laughs> we're streaming and we're behind. Why did you? You shouldn't have said. I know now what happens. Chris Paul does, <laughs> does things. No. Okay. Devin Booker, yeah. <laughs> well, Chris Ball inbounds. Oh, which is, I just I just checked my phone and it said, and Pat said, "Why the hell would they let Booker get that open? He is so wide open. That's insane. Get the fuck out of here." Against uh, Desmond Bain guarding him, who has like the worst wingspan. <laughs> he's also a little. He, he's a little lame. I think he, he looks a little hurt this game. I will say this: hmm. they are a contender. To win the title, Phoenix. Yeah, sure. So this is this, this is, is what not winners a, do. Yeah, this is what they do. So what veteran winners do? They close out games. They come back from behind and win games. He's so open. Dude. There's nobody within twelve no. feet of him. <laughs> he gets the ball and gathers. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Adams tried to stay with. Look, I mean, I understand. <laughs> what Adams stayed with this guy, but you wish Adams would have just yeah well, guard the perimeter. Would have yeah. seen that. That screen and known to slip it up and oh, let Bane get stuck. Stop it. Can we just have this? No spoilers. <laughs> Brian's like, yeah, I got Bane for $2. He's not upset. 
which leads me to believe that the Grizzlies score here. <laughs> He's cheating. Put my phone away. He's cheating. Here, here, Brian, I'll give you this 92 Flare Ultra. I'll just go through Is that these. a complete set? set? I'll, just, I'll just go through these. First pull. First pull. <laughs> Grade it. One to ten. Oh, Jose Vizcano with the Cubs. <laughs> First I'm pool. Keep, I'm keeping this. <laughs> it's a complete set. You have to take the whole keep set. Keep the whole dude. set at least. Yeah, take them all. Okay. Yeah. Either <laughs> all of them or none of them, dude. Come on. It's a set. You psychopath. He's been holding on to that set since 1992. Right, so there's a uh, Reds Barry Larkin in here. There's all of them. Jog got the ball now. Ooh, smoke Chris Paul. Off yeah. yeah. Three point. Call line. 12. Oh. So we, yes. we call him 12. He yelled at somebody. That's what the fuck I do. Nice. Wow. Well, look at him smoke Chris Paul here. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And he hung in the air. What an amazing play. Yeah. The Grizzlies aren't better with John ja Moran on the floor. You fucking idiot. That was one guy. I don't care if it was he one guy. Had, he probably had a let's go Brandon shirt on. I don't care if it was <laughs> one guy or if it was... 20 guys, or if it was 2,000 people thinking it in their heads, you're a fucking idiot. And even if it wasn't one guy, I mean, I assume it was one guy, but I guarantee you there were other people thinking it, too. Whatever. I just think it's silly. Like, he's clearly the best player on the team. It's like saying a team is better without... Like, a, if a team without Michael Jordan won a few games... I'm not comparing John. Well, Jordan, more comparable if a team without Allen Iverson won if like he got hurt. Yeah, won and then Kyle Corver gets thirty points in a, a game for five games yeah. and they win them. They're not better without Allen Iverson. Right. <laughs> Kyle Corver. Kyle Corver scores seventy two points in a game because Iverson's out. That doesn't make them better without Allen Iverson. You say Kyle Corver, but I think you mean White Desmond Bain. <laughs> Now, what if a team trades Jeremy Giambi <laughs> midseason and they get better? Mm. Well, they make a movie out. Of it. They write a book and make a movie about it. Nobody said Did Jeremy Giambi was even decent at baseball. Wow, Grizz won. That was a great game. He just gets on base. Grizz won. Oh, one fourteen. Stephen Adams and Javale McGee just dapped it up. That's cool. Booker yeah. lost a contact. Booker Booker is like, I got so fouled. He's pretending like he's not crying. Somebody poked me in the <laughs> Jeremy, you're a great bat baseball player. And we wish you'll you luck. have a long career. We wish you luck. Look at that. Fist pump right in your face, Mikel. Nice work, Grizzlies. Beating the Phoenix Suns. Nice. In Phoenix, too. You think they're going to forget about this one anytime soon, Phoenix? Oh, they're taking group photos. <laughs> I love it. Yes. Yes. That is a squad right there. You don't see this. Watch gang. a fucking Lakers game. You don't see them doing shit like this. And the Wolves, too. Do they do that? No. No. Nobody's, nobody's like whole team is on the same page like this. You just don't see it. Guys that really enjoy being around each other like this. Crazy. Like the whole squad got in a photo. Yeah, Brevin's doing the sideline interview. Why is that? Why is it? Well, because 
Fish must have the COVID. Ooh, maybe. That's a good line. 33-4-4, two steals. It's a good line. Call 12. You'd like to see some more dimes from him, but whatever. I actually would love to hear this interview because Brevin, Brevin's the man. Well, he was a player, you know. He's a point guard. Can't shoot. I love hearing him say, can, can, uh, criticize him, mm-hmm. his game. Mm-hmm. He said, I wouldn't be in the league this time, this yeah. go around. Though he was. <laughs> I imagine he would have just worked on his shooting more. Yeah. It's it's kind of like <laughs> Tyus is not a great shooter, but he has he brings a lot to the table, just like Brevin nowadays. Like, kind of like Javon Carter's in the league because he's a good defender. Mm-hmm. Brevin would be that. And Brevin's a much better player than Javon Carter is. Brevin was good, man. Yeah, Brevin was good. He played for a long fucking time. It's not a coincidence. Josh saying, I've never had a broadcaster interview me like this. <laughs> Brevin goes, because you've never seen a broadcaster that was a player. <laughs> What's Ja doing with that jersey? Chris Paul wants it. <laughs> <laughs> is that T? No. I don't know who that is. Yeah, he's got like a. It's a Phoenix fan. Yeah, it's a Suns fan in the uh, denim tuxedo. Oh, it must be like a super fan. It's Chris Paul's dad. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I thought it was. Oh, that's his granddad. That's dead. Oh no, that was like the there was like the the big like in high school he scored he scored like however old his granddad was he scored like that many mm. points mm-hmm. in like the right. game after his granddad died. Right. As a and high school like, or something. And then, like, left the game immediately. Mm-hmm. as like, a tribute. So... And then he punched a bunch of people in the nuts. <laughs> in college. <laughs> so, Bo, uh, what have you been up to? We haven't been on in a couple of weeks. In two weeks. We did the Christmas thing. Yeah. That took up a lot of time and planning and effort. It was worth it. <laughs> <laughs> kids you, had fun did you get any christmas presents i got a nintendo switch oh for me for the kids what do you get oh for me for the kids that's nice i'll probably get that zelda game and oh. whatever the the mario game that came with it i like those oh, okay. i got the subscription to the online service i started playing paper mario 64 and it just reinforced how much i fucking hate rpg games it's good like, you know they do the battle in the rpg where like you get to fight the guy and then they get a turn you get a turn i just want to get through the game i don't want to like read and do all this shit yeah i do not like rpgs it's official confirmed rpg means role-playing game oh like fa- final fantasy <laughs> like i never got into those when like final fantasy 7 and 3 and all that like my nah. web played those growing up and then my sister was into them and I just never, ever could do them. I was like, okay, I'm going to try this RPG thing. I was like, okay, I fucking hate this. This is yeah, stupid. No. Well, it's not stupid. It's just not for me. I just always played sports games. I played sports games, but I do. I always liked the, like Mario, Super Mario Brothers 3 or Super Mario World, but the Super Nintendo one with Yoshi. Yeah. GoldenEye, the 007 game, of course. That was a yeah. fun game. I remember that. And then Tony Hawk. And <laughs> I've always really liked the, the Grand Theft Auto Yeah. Games. So I, you know, probably I'm more of a PlayStation guy than a Nintendo guy. If I can get you a PS5, would you want it? No. Okay. I I might have enough. There's enough for me to do on the Switch, and the kids really love. Yeah. Mario Kart, so we play that a lot. If 
Fair enough. So that's cool. I got a flashlight and a bottle of whiskey for Christmas. Where's that bottle of whiskey? It's in the other room. You want some? Only if you do. Yeah, I do. How about you? Do you want some? You're just gonna, you're just gonna yeah. sit that out. <laughs> I'll drink whiskey. <laughs> All right, I'll get it. Brian, uh, we gotta still kind of move along though. Yeah. What also, I got a flashlight for Christmas. Also. Yeah. Not a bottle of whiskey. Yeah. Um, I actually got a set of flashlights, like three. Ooh. Are they? They take traditional batteries. They lithium ion rechargeable. They're not rechargeable. It's like a Duracell set of flashlights. I got one of those. It's like one of those ridiculous LED flashlights. And I got one like a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. And it's I think it's the same brand, but this one is rechargeable. Mm. Like it has the lithium nice. ion Duracell in it. And you can you can plug it in. Mm-hmm. What would be nice is be like a, one of those, but it has like detachable batteries. So you can just pop a new one in. You don't have to yeah. wait to charge it to yeah. use it. In well, I mean, you can. You, I think you can put like any... You can put a different battery in it. Oh wow! But but yeah, the battery is rechargeable because that's like a USB. That's the last thing you need is in an emergency. You pull your flashlight out and it's fucking dead, and you're like, yeah. "Well, let me just charge it." <laughs> oh wait, the power's out. We charge it for like nine. Oh wait, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess you could have two. It has like a bunch of settings on it. Strobe. Like can, yeah, yeah, it's got all that stuff. Yeah, um, it's cool flashlight. Flashlights are. F- they're bright. Yeah. They light things up. Yeah, you need a good flashlight. You one for the car, one for the back door, you know. Flashlights. Sure. One for the one for under the bed, under uh-huh. the pillow. Uh-huh. Keep it next to the gun. I'm gonna go get the whiskey. How about a Woodford? Oh. Yeah. Is that what you got? A Woodford? Yeah. That's a good ass. That's a good liquor. You ever seen Mississippi Grind? It's a no. movie. It's a movie. No. The whole thing is loosely based around Woodford whiskey. Okay. <laughs> Hang on. Brian, why don't you grab that lunchbox over there and see what's in there? This is a Shane Battier lunchbox. There's someone else on the other side, too. It says Batman, B-A-T-T man, because it's Shane Battier. Right. Oh, and Pal Gasol's on the other side. Pal Gasol. What's in there? Oh, shit. I got a Jerry West. He, he broke his hand off. He has no hand. We have a Shane Battier Duck. who is get like a rubber ducky Shane Battier. This is incredible. I got some Jameson, too. Yeah. Woodford's good. And uh, what's a Stromile bobblehead, dude? Yep, it's the same one as the uh, Strophy. So you, you it do, is. It is the same as the Strophy. But you don't have a you don't have an unpainted Stromile bobblehead in the studio, right? Well, this one. Well, but that that that. Well, there's that one, and then yeah, this is the Cecil's one. <laughs> it's in the box still. Yes, it's my contribution. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Uh, the the Shane. Rubber Ducky is pretty incredible. I'll keep those over here next to my disc man. <laughs> <laughs> my Walkman. Oh, wow. This makes noise. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you for that. 
Thanks, Bo. <laughs> hey, the, the, actually, that lunchbox is pretty cool. It doesn't have any sponsor on it either, which is really sweet. I feel like that squeaky thing it needs to become like part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever Brian talks, I'll just start squeaking it. <laughs> Whenever he starts saying silly shit. <laughs> Here, I got yeah, something. We'll leave that out. <laughs> we'll keep that out. We got Laddie in studio tonight. <laughs> what was that, Laddie? <laughs> That's good analysis. <laughs> this, this whiskey has a cork. You didn't even, it's, you're opening it fresh for us. Yeah, I just got it. Woodford's good. Christmas present. Santa Claus did get my boy a cyber truck. What the hell is that? It's the Elon Musk SUV, but it's a Hot Wheels version. It's remote control. Oh, nice. It's pretty cool. If you have cats, Brian, which I think you said you do. I do. You should order yourself an Amazon Cybertruck Hot Wheel. Okay. The cats, I think, I would assume they would go ape shit on it. it. It's like, you know, it's the size of a Hot Wheel right. car, but it's remote control, and it goes pretty fast. Uh, do the uh, do the windows break when they roll down? What was the... Oh, they had the sledgehammer? Yeah, they were like, it's indestructible. And then the sledgehammer broke, and Musk was like... All right, well, I'm going to kill all of you when this is over. <laughs> anyway. We ready for this? I'm just yeah. going to sip it. I'm not going to slam yeah, it's, this. Yeah, yeah. It's a Woodford. We yeah. should cheers, though. Yeah. All right. We're all in the studio again. Thanks, Bo. Yeah. Thanks this for being fantastic. here. Fantastic. Sorry to bring you a bunch of shit. Yeah, I don't know what to fucking do with that box of cards. I, I, I have a plan, actually. <sighs> Good. We'll talk about Take it. Take them later. over to somebody else's house, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll, uh, yeah, we'll talk. I, I think I'll... Either I'll take him back tonight, or I'll have my buddy Kevin come pick him up, and then he can either. I mean, I'd be willing to look at that '92 Fleer set. I mean, if you got any Jordans in there, those things are worth keeping. Yeah, he he kept all those if they're in there. Well, if the those are full sets, some of them are baseball full sets, but <laughs> it's good. I should, it's actually really good. I should probably have my parents bring it up to the Twin Cities and go sell it for cash, and then go buy records with it. It'd make me much happier. Yeah, I just don't know how much money you're getting. I think you get 30 bucks for a complete set, right? And there's a handful of them. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. Just, just start a fire. But, uh, yeah, I do have a fire pit. Brian, uh, what have you been up to, man? It's been uh, like three, four weeks. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a minute. Work it's, schedule's been tough. Well, it's December. Yeah. Work, work and family and just whatever else is going on. It's been tough to, to get on. I mean, we almost had no episodes this month, to be honest. It's close. It's a close call there. Mm-hmm. But no, uh, just just working, working a lot, you know, and trying to trying to enjoy some some Christmas, man. I'm mm-hmm. I'm not a not a religious person, but I enjoy the season. You know, it's a it's a time of year when you get together with friends and hang out, and you catch up and you reflect on what you've accomplished in the year and. Um, it's kind of a bummer. I didn't really get to do a lot of that over Christmas. Um, I enjoy buying gifts for people for mm-hmm. Christmas more than receiving gifts. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, you know, I got to do a bunch of Amazon ordering early, mm-hmm. got some stuff in, ran out, and and here and there was able to pick some stuff up. But it's kind of a bummer, man, you know. Just a, too much going on. I mean, it'll turn around, you know. Every Christmas isn't going to be like this, but we'll get there. 
Uh, I want to work less. Me too, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. Believe me. <laughs> this shit's crazy. This can't keep this yeah. up. Anyway, I can't work like 50 to 60 weeks, uh, hours a week. Yeah. I can't do this shit, man. Yeah. Yeah. Kate is in healthcare. It's, it's ugly. Yeah. I mean, I went, I went and worked at one of our other locations last night, and I, and I keep thinking, like, as bad as we have it, I'm like, dude, other places have it so much worse. Like, we, yeah. it sucks. It's not fun. We had some opportunities over the, the holidays where we were actually, like, really, some guys came back from college. Mm-hmm. Some guys were out of school and could work more hours. And we had some shifts that we were actually, like, for once, like, fully staffed. And you're like, man, this job, when you're actually fully staffed, the job's fun. Like, you can screw around a little bit, even when you're like slammed, and like you can have fun. You're not just under the gun. Yeah, all I would the time. You know, I would think with your menu, it's there's a it, it's hard enough to get get it all out there, but it's also not as complicated as it could be. So I could see That's how true. Yeah, I, yeah, I could see how it's an entry level job. Yeah, it could be fun if you're fully staffed. If you're clicking on all, all cylinders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's fun to be had. It's just, it's a stress thing. Mm-hmm. It's not fun when you're stressed out doing it. Where do you find the balance between pushing yourself and others and just like accepting that? Right. This is just like restaurants just suck now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. You and I have talked about this. I don't like going out to eat anymore, man. Like, I don't <laughs> like it. <laughs> I do if it's like a, I don't know. We had fun the other night. Yeah. We went out. Indeed. Somewhere. We went out, but it was late. You know, it wasn't peak time. Right. It was after dinner. Um, and there's a couple spots I can go to where their menu's simple and they're just like, your food comes out. You know, if, you're, if your food takes 15 minutes, that's forever. You know, like. But yeah, just do. I walk into a restaurant. It's, I see everything that's going on. I know you're the same way, Jeff. You walk in a place and you're can't just help like, it. You notice every little nuance of everything, and you walk in. And you're just like, oh, dude, they don't even want me here right now. Like, right. like they're like, yeah. dude, we cannot take one more customer. And then you walk in, and you're like, hey. <laughs> I had a sweet old lady get so mad at me, like uh, like uh, a couple months ago, somewhere in there. And I just like looked at her and I was like, I wish there was something I could do mm-hmm. different. Yeah. She's so mad. And I'm like, I wish there was something I could do different. Mm-hmm. And believe me, I'm just as frustrated as you are mm-hmm. that you, we told you an hour and a half and your food's still not ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the next time I saw her, she came in. I was like, dude, it's on us this time. It's ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's all ready. Mm-hmm. Everything's good. Just, just take it. I was afraid I'd never see you again. Yeah. After last time. So just take it. Mm-hmm. And maybe we're even. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. Well, a maybe. lot of a lot of people don't have friends or family that work in the restaurant industry, so they don't get freebies at all or often. Right, right. right. And so I don't know what not, that's not like. saying it's often, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like a discount or a free beer or or, or whatever. And uh, when that, that one customer gets it, then they they'll remember that. Yeah. I would say. I agree. I think I think it was the right play. I just I looked at her and I was like, I didn't think I'd ever see you again. I'm so glad you're back. Mm-hmm. You can have this one, this meal. Mm-hmm. I haven't given anything. I'm not going to give anything else away. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't given anything yeah. else away. I'm selling thousands of dollars worth of food. Just take it. It's fine. It was worth it. 
And she looked, was she appreciative? I think she was grateful. I didn't have a whole lot of time to hang out and like just kind of talk about it. But people like being remembered. People like feeling like they're a regular customer. You right. Know? Yeah. I think most people do. Some people that are recognized often don't like that. But <laughs> some who people, doesn't like some shit? Some like people a that free are recognized meal. often expect it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's a judgment call. Yeah. Jeff, how was your Christmas? You haven't had your Christmas yet, right? Like your family Not really. Christmas. Yeah. My sister just came in town, I guess, today. So we're going to get together Wednesday for Christmas. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. Half my family has COVID right now. So it's kind of fucked. Oh, perfect. Oh, yeah. man. It's kind of fucked. A bunch of kids, you know? Yeah. Bunch of half vaxxers and kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I don't really care. I don't even want to fucking talk about it. What have I been doing? <sighs> what have I been doing? Your baseball and basketball card collection exploded tonight. That's what you just did. I've just been working, man, and watching hoops. That's it. I watched a little bit of TV here and there, but nothing to report on. Nothing worth talking about. Nothing that I was... uh impressed enough to talk about it's week 11 in the nba though and we're back together we should talk hoops i feel like let's do it i feel like f- what i've been doing is not important i was happy to hear what you guys have been doing but i haven't been doing nothing man i had an idea uh something we could talk about tonight that nobody else really else is covering what's that um a lot of people in the nba have covid a lot of players oh i don't feel like nobody's really talking about that oh yeah yeah woe just slipping think? Is that what you think? <laughs> it's a complete shit. I've like given up on fantasy basketball. No. Well, you, I, I just like, I'm not going to go through and stream and it's been like the past two weeks has been Christmas. I actually. haven't been I've, streaming. That's why I've been, I've set my lineups, but yeah, you got to set your lineups. Oh, I never not set. You up. got guys out. You got to assume the other guys got fucking guys out too. I'm not. Yeah. And, and, and this is where, in our league, it's beneficial the rules that I have in place, which you've called me many names for in the past, it's, it's inclu- including a Nazi. Um, <laughs> but we limit our week to three pickups. All of a sudden, that's looking pretty fucking nice. Yeah. Because you can't just yeah. add and drop every you night. You can't just destroy the way everybody. Every team can't destroy the waiver wire. Like, right. Every day. Yeah. Exactly. I think five is a good number because. No, it's three. Yeah, no. You get, but the thing is, you have to hang on to. You have to have. Well, the point is, everybody has COVID players, so it's even. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Nobody has an advantage. I added a new uh, a, a second IR spot to try to kind of. That was nice. Counterbalance the situation, I mean, unless you have a bunch of Suns and Warriors players, because according to LeBron, they have they have no COVID issues. <laughs> is that what he said? Yeah. I think I saw. Something uh, I like wonder that. if that has to do with leadership in those teams. Chris <laughs> Paul's like, get the booster. Yeah. Steph Curry's get the booster. Could be. And I guess that leads us into the discussion about the news and all that stuff. I think you was it who's texted about the well, C- uh, CDC changing the oh yeah the new quarantine rules guidelines yeah the yeah NBA's shifted that too yeah yeah the NBA new COVID rules dropped <laughs> yeah. somebody elaborate (laughs) uh basically if you are boosted and exposed to covid and you're asymptomatic you do not need to quarantine 
if you have symptoms, you have to quarantine for five days. The CDC said that you're most contagious in the the two days before you're symptomatic mm-hmm. and the first three days of you being symptomatic. And that probably more relates to Omicron. Yeah. Well, they're also saying that Omicron might not be as strong and the symptoms may be milder and more mm-hmm. people will be asymptomatic. So I think that has a lot to do with it as well, why things are changing from 10 to 5. There are a lot of positive asymptomatic people out there right now. There yeah. have to be. Yeah, I right. think so. Like I was talking with... That's what's happening in the NBA, I think. Yeah. I was talking with one of the... I worked at the different location last night, and I was talking with the GM, and I was like, dude, if you tested everybody in here right now... <laughs> Yeah, like oh yeah. You'd get what how many how much how many people on your staff? Twenty five? Let's you not. S- if you tested all of them, <laughs> I would guess that at least three or four would come back positive. Yeah, let's no not do something. it. Yeah. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> uh COVID is just taking over the NBA. When you have you have NBA and NFL players who have no symptoms and they're going, Why? Like, dude, I got the shots, why can't I play? Mm-hmm. And I kind of get it. Yeah. Well, I, I remember mean, back when Chris Paul, right before the playoffs, was it during the playoffs? He, yeah. I, I question why are you even testing vaccinated right. players? He tested positive, had no symptoms, nothing. Yeah. And they're saying if if you have your booster shot, a recent booster shot, if you even if you have it and you're asymptomatic, your chances of spreading it are like almost nil. It just doesn't. The virus doesn't replicate in your body enough to where you can, where you can spread it. Right. You know, the NFL did a study because, I mean, the NFL puts these, like, they have, like, sensors on all of their players and staff. They've, like, stopped testing. It's Yeah. That, well, they came out and said that they are not seeing any evidence of any asymptomatic spread. Mm-hmm. They said that this isn't spreading in locker rooms and film studies. It's coming. And I don't. this could just be an excuse to not <laughs> test players. Could but, be. They said that these guys are picking it up outside and bringing it in, and if they're asymptomatic, they're not spreading it to other players. I don't know. Take that with a grain of salt, but. I was just looking at the games tonight. Portland's getting blown out by Dallas. Portland's not going to make the playoffs. There's six games below 500. Sure they are. They're going to trade CJ for Ben Simmons. (laughs) The Bulls routed the Hawks tonight. I'm most excited about the Lakers struggles and it looks like they're going to hang around that playing range for the whole season i would think they'd kind of hover sub 500 just barely back to the covid thing <laughs> <laughs> don't you think it's weird that the nba was like testing vaccinated players and also calling up players from the g league to introduce them to covid yeah like <laughs> it's like two fucking totally well, no, well, well, it would things. be introducing to COVID, but is G League has its own COVID? Do they? Yes. I mean, I guess, but I mean, you're gonna say like you're gonna bring in you have a like a classroom full of kids, and you're gonna be like, well, we don't have enough kids to staff these teachers, but let's bring in a different group of kids to make a full classroom. And one classroom didn't have COVID, and the other one did. All, all everyone has COVID. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there was there was one guy that got called up. And played in one game. And then he got COVID. Yeah. So he didn't have it from playing in the G League. Or maybe he did. Well, maybe maybe the maybe. league should send all the players to the G League 
where there's no no COVID. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, that's what the, that's what they're doing it backwards. What if, like, so I, I thought about this. What if they just play basketball games outside? <laughs> what if for a month in the middle of winter in Minnesota, they just play all their games outside? <laughs> you get a heated court because you can't. You don't catch COVID outside. <laughs> they could play in Mexico. There you go. And then they're gonna get smog poisoning. <laughs> just, send a, just send the whole league to Mexico. Everything's gonna be fine. I just thought it was interesting. The league's solution to positive cases was to allow more players to risk yeah. exposure. Like ten day, <laughs> ten day contract, ten day quarantine, <laughs> grand opening, grand closing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Play the games. I don't know. All these G leaguers. Maybe tickets should probably be like half price. Maybe. Yeah. No, I mean it is. It is very weird that they're that they are continually testing. Yeah. These, uh, assuming vaccinated and boosted players with no symptoms. I got a feeling that's going to change. Yeah. I think they already, did they say they're going to switch that up? I think they will. I would just assume they're they're watching to see the reactions from the NFL. Yeah. That stop testing. Um, and then uh, they'll just go from there. It's weird watching all the G League players in the NBA. I mean, I like watching because I like hoops and, Hoops is hoops, but it's different. It's hard to judge a team with a bunch of like random ten day contracts and G League players. Like yeah, how do you judge where that team's at and how they're doing? And uh, even watching a game, you're like, it's, it's not a good representation mm-hmm. of what that team is. You know, I actually got to spend time on Christmas Day watching basketball. Like that was, it was like I'm doing this. That's amazing. I'm gonna watch basketball on Christmas Day. Which and game was weird. Um, the day game, the, the early game, game, the early game, the early game. Knicks Hawks. Um, and I watched uh, Knicks Hawks is not a good game. But no, no, it was a blowout. But the Bucks game, the was Bucks, Bucks game Suns? was like the three o'clock game. Yes, was it Bucks Suns. What was remember. it? Bucks Celtics. Celtics. Oh yeah, C's. Yeah, that was a fun game. Warriors Suns was fun. That was a good game. Yeah, could not be fun. The Lakers Nets game was fun because the Lakers lost. To James Harden and Patty Mills. <laughs> Lakers are in trouble. They need Kevin Love. Uh, I didn't watch the late game. I didn't <laughs> you, watch. Actually, they would Mavis maybe Chess. do better if they traded Westbrook for Kevin Love. Well, who else would they get? Rubio. Get Rubio and Love for Westbrook, and they'd probably be a way better team, right? Well, and that, that leads us to the pick game, but we can get to that later. Sure. You want to beer me, Jeff? Of course. What would you like? Take one of those Coors Originals, unless Brian's going to want one. I'll take a beer, too. I'll take whatever you got. I could take the all-day IPA if Brian wants that Coors Original. You traveled. I will, since you. you did give me the Tiny Bomb, you can have your choice of these two. I'd rather have the Coors Original. I'll trade you. Oh, okay. That's fine. Thanks, Bo. Good yep. choice. Brian. It's Christmas Miracle. Brian won. This is like Dirty Santa beers. Yeah. Coors Original <laughs> is a fantastic beer. I've gotten, after my insane day at work, I got to get off and I got to drink a Tiny Bomb and an Old Style and a Coors Original. This is a good day. Hot damn. That's good. It's a good day. Mm. Gotta love the banquet. So smooth. Thanks, Bo. You're welcome. 
So what do you think about this uh, in-season tournament the NBA is talking about? Get the fuck out of here. I don't... I There's mean, I'd renewed say, traction, ESPN sources say. I think it's a cash grab a little bit, but I, I don't have a problem with it. What are the stakes? Remind me. A one million per player payout on winning team. I I would like that better than the actually. If you could replace that with the replace the All Star game with that, I would like that. Get a million dollars. Play this little tournament. Your your whole team. Everybody gets a million dollars. You're gonna tell me that. You got John Conchar in that tournament? Yeah. If I'm John Taylor Conchar's, Jenkins. Yeah, right? He's I'm rolling Conchar out there. Conchar's like, yeah, you're rolling out these guys that aren't making much money. The guys that yeah, guys that need it. Like, you ro- roll Jaw out because he's a rookie. You want a fucking, rookie scale. You want a million dollars or not? Get in there and dunk on somebody. <laughs> yeah, it's not bad. It gives an incentive for, like, bad teams. Or young teams, you're right. It gives them yeah. an incentive to play and try to win. And then, like a guy like Giannis, a max guy, or Jokic, they're like, "I'm going to sit." I know we I, that might hurt the team, but I want to see you guys win this thing. Mm-hmm. It could change a team second half of their season. Demarcus Cousins wants that million dollars. I don't know on if, the Bucks. I tell you, Nerlens Noel wants that million dollars. <laughs> Dennis Schroeder <laughs> wants that million dollars. Uh, it would be a December pool play. So Pierre Henderson Niles. Be over like Christmas. <laughs> wants that million dollars. Yeah, I mean the guys that are barely hanging in the league. Or young guys, yeah. I don't know. I'd be interested. I haven't heard anything about uh, what the players think. Have you? No. Me neither. Mm. I, that's what I would really be interested in hearing is what the players think about it. So not so much what the analysts think about it. What do the fucking players think? I've heard different opinions on it from like uh, just fans. Fans are like regular season so blah they got to do it. Or I've heard other opinions about like uh, this is dumb. People just think it's stupid. It's gimmicky. It's dumb. It's like the uh, they do an international soccer, I guess. They have the mid-season tournaments. That's probably where they got the idea. I, I do have a side note about soccer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the U.S. men's team is playing Honduras's men's team in St. Paul in February outdoors. Mm-hmm. Is that something you guys want to come up for? <laughs> February in Minnesota. No. <laughs> 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 Oh Sorry, I cannot. <laughs> I'll be in Mexico, <laughs> unfortunately. I will be out of the country during that date. <laughs> oh, you are actually are going to Mexico this what this no. whatever? You're not. What are you looking at? I love that. <laughs> Describe it. It's a graphic. It's the Lakers playing the Grizzlies, and it's a picture of LeBron James versus John Contra. <laughs> <laughs> that's fake as hell <laughs> it's gotta be that's funny i kind of want to get a contra jersey i'm not not lying <laughs> contra's cool man he's a player he is a good player he's better than casey jacobson i like contra no he's a place good it's a competitor he is good he'll find a he'll find a role in the league he'll probably be he's like a, a role player a six man you know, for a long damn time in the league. Look, Porzingis is fired up. They're smoking the Blazers. What's that guy's name? Dwight Powell? 
Yeah. He's actually really fucking intense. Powell for Dallas. Like he's a, he don't give a fuck. Yeah, it doesn't he, look like it. This is his first is, season back after he tore his Achilles. He was, to, he was really good. You went to you went to a Grizz Mavericks game, right? Yeah. That, I remember you came in and you were we were talking to you about it. And somebody asked, like, who who like stood out in the game to you? Yeah. And you said, uh <laughs> you said, Dallas has this tall brown guy. Oh. And we were like, dude, what? No, his name's Brown. Yeah. <laughs> he was good. Like Jeff. Look dude. At, just watch Powell. He's like in there. He's like shh, fucking getting into it with these guys. So my next door neighbor in St. Paul, he's from he's from Nepal. And he's obviously brown. And he works in Corp- his name or what are you no, doing? No, he's here? from Nepal, dude. <laughs> and he's he's brown skinned. Oh. Dark skin, like yeah. an, like you know, people from India are brown skinned. Mm-hmm. My buddy from Nepal is brown skinned, and so at his work, he works for, he works in commercial banking, and it's all, <laughs> you know, obviously it's kind of a boys' club a little bit. Yeah. But they're trying to be PC about things. Oh, Porzingis, Porzingis. Look at that. That's oh. what he was doing here in Memphis. He, Porzingis is like on another level. I think he's figured out how to fucking turn it on. So my look my, at this. Oh, she was a nice dunk. God, and one, dude. He cocked it, too. Yeah, he's been doing that. Porzingis, angry Porzingis is still a unicorn. I think he's getting his groove back. Anyway, sorry to... No, anyway, back to your Brown comment. They needed him to do something for some project, right? Uh-huh. Or you know, something work-related he needed to get done. Uh-huh. And his response was, well, what can Brown do for you? <laughs> <laughs> like UPS. Right. And I don't think they like that. They made made all the white people in his office very uncomfortable. Oh, come on. Yeah, immediately give them immediately had to be with HR. Yeah. HR. So we we like to joke about that a lot. What can Brown do for you? The Mavericks player is Moses Brown. I think it's and, funny. And he is the tall brown guy because he's seven two. Yeah, he's huge. And his last name is Brown. Got big old feet too. But just <laughs> Just off the cuff, we were like, Jesus, Jeff. (laughs) (laughs) Really? Really? (laughs) Well, shout out, Sanjeev. You don't think I knew what I was doing there? (laughs) I think... I think I I said... I think I said, can you narrow it down for us? (laughs) What is wrong with you? I gotta pee before we get into the next segment. Or more news. Well, Joe Johnson... Played some basketball in the NBA. Huge. I love it. I love it. My favorite point or comment someone made on Reddit was, we got someone back in the league that played (laughs) against Michael Jordan. I saw that. I like that. That is, that's great. So that makes me feel young and old at the same time. I don't know if we should wait for Jeff to get back to discuss this, but I kind of thought about this. Like, who else... Could like immediately suit up in the league, like, like just for like a ten, like a ten game, yeah, yeah, yeah. or ten day. Like, I, like I, I thought the first person I thought of was Vince Carter. Vince could, yeah. I, I would like to think if you just need like a game, Vince, Vince could play twelve minutes and just like stand at the three point line and shoot some threes. 
I think you could throw Allen Iverson out there. He might get he might hurt himself. That's there's uh I think you're being a little facetious. I don't think so. No. Okay, so you've seen the highlights of Jason Williams at the YMCA in Florida, right? I think that Jason Williams could probably step in. That's what I mean. And play four or five minutes a game. I think so. Maybe Iverson can't step beside himself. I think Vince could get two minutes a quarter. Easy. Yeah. I think Jay Will probably could too. Jeff's Jeff's back. We were just we, Jeff. We were discussing. Jay um, Will hurt himself in the big three. Can't get <laughs> you shit. <laughs> we were discussing these like Joe Johnson getting a ten day. Yeah, and like who else? Years old. Well, Katino Mobley. Who else could step up? Katino Mobley. Birdman. Birdman can get some. I don't know who are the best guys in big three. Birdman. That's what Joe Birdman Johnson could was. not pass. Yeah. I know they're not drug testing. Birdman probably couldn't pass a COVID test. <laughs> <laughs> You can't pass any test. <laughs> what uh who uh, He passed the Chris Wallace test. <laughs> like what about uh I'm 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 drawing a blank. I'm just thinking of like broadcasters and like and like players who are like still kind of in like that like the id of like still the NBA, fit. you know. I like think could, oh, they already have. Yeah. Like, what about <laughs> Ime Udoka for the Celtics? <laughs> a player coach. Yeah. I think all those guys already have signed yeah. ten days. Um, I thought of a couple <laughs> names like Gilbert. No, no, no. Fucking the Grizzlies way. tried that like ten years. Yeah, ago. you're right. No it was bad way. then. I think all the guys that could have. <laughs> yeah. I think you could get a point guard out there, like a Tyus Jones type of point guard, that like some kind of role like that, where they're not going to turn the ball over. There's so many point guards in the league right now. I don't yeah. think that that would even have to happen. It, it, I this was is a hypothetical that, though. Yeah, but there's. I mean, there's already an abundance of point guards. Look at what happened to Dennis Schroeder, you know? It's too many already. And then you have the young G League guys. I'd rather see the young yeah. G League guys come yeah. up than uh, yeah. anybody like Joe Johnson fucking playing still. Yeah, I thought that was kind of silly. And that was maybe that sold some tickets. Maybe. I think Boston has a problem with selling tickets, though. And, like, I don't, I don't know. If the Grizzlies signed Joe Johnson, you and I wouldn't be like, I'm going to the game. Yeah, Joe Johnson's on the <laughs> What if they signed fucking Zebo? You would be like, I'm going to the game. Oh, I would, Our stroke I would go. Yeah. Stroke can't jump no more. No. But Zebo's probably close Z- enough to in shape. Zebo could get buckets. I yeah. thought that night they honored him here in Memphis for his uh, jersey retirement. A Ten game him. I think they should have fucking suited him up, dude. <laughs> that was, I got to go to that game. That was yeah. so much fun. They should have suited him up. I mean that. <laughs> so they did the jersey retirement at the end of the game, just for the first and half. And it took forever. What if he just played the first half? It took forever. But and I mean, I would have, I would have peed. He my comes pants. out. He comes out in a starting lineup. Like the fucking roof Dude, of the forum blows off. I would have one hundred percent pissed my jeans if Zebo came out in a fucking out of nowhere shorts. Out of nowhere, he comes down a tunnel. And yeah, they starting at power yeah. forward. They suck. <laughs> Could you do that and then not start him? No, he's fucking start him. He comes out there and he's like, "Let's go." Yeah. <laughs> he, he's, he, he jumps. He plays center. five minutes and then I would have lost. My, I would have jumped off the roof of the FedEx form if that had happened. Like, like, it would have been is, how rowdy would that yeah. have been? That was fun though. I mean, it took forever. Yeah, because they did the retirement at the end of the game, mm-hmm. and they had to like set up. Ugh. See, it should have been before and, uh, the game. Like, they did a bunch of interviews, which was fun. Like, the Marc Gasol flew in. Marc Gasol played a game the night before and 
Spain. Mm-hmm. I saw he was in town. Flew in. Surprise Ebo. Mm-hmm. Lionel was there. I was a little worried mm-hmm. about Lionel Hollins because he didn't look like he was doing that well. Lionel was there. Uh, he's he's coaching, though. He apparently had a walker, but he just had like some kind of like ankle surgery or some kind of like uh, hip, hip replacement or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he he did play finger professional basketball. Yeah. So finger surgery. Um, Talk to uh, <laughs> my, our our buddy friend of the pod, Mike. Yeah, Z, Mike. Shout out, Mike, with your bad breath, onion rings, your bad self running things. <laughs> he got a, like a selfie with Bonzi. Oh yeah, it was and Bonzi. Lionel. And, and I asked him, I was like, hey, Lionel didn't look like he was doing too well. Like, it's, He was like, oh, he was in great spirits. Like, yeah, he had a walker, but he didn't seem like yeah. mentally he was totally there. I was Because I was worried. Like, I was like, Lionel looks No, like, he just has the body of a guy yeah. that played basketball in yeah. the fucking 70s. Yeah. <laughs> Champion. He apparently just had some kind of hip replacement or some yeah. kind of surgery, and he's fine, but he just. I mean, you know. it's not unusual for these guys to yeah. have bad knees and shit, man. Yeah. Jason uh, Kidd had a knee replaced. Yeah, that was probably after a automobile wreck, though. Um, Professional athletes, their joints, you know, they do a lot of running and working out, and it's fucking yeah, shit just wears they out. Interviewed, yeah, Mark. They interviewed Mark. They interviewed Lionel, and uh, God, the guy that talked the longest, and nobody gave a shit. I'll let you guys guess. Who do you think it was? Fitzdale. <laughs> was he there? He wasn't there. All right, give me a hint. <laughs> I'll get this. You love him. Chris Wallace. Chris Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> He's Nobody up there cared. telling stories. Why I was, was like, shut up. Because oh, he brought Zebo <laughs> to Memphis. That's why he was there. Is Wallace still living in Memphis? No, hell no. He's with the Rockets. The Rockets, yeah. Yeah. Wallace loves the talk. No, he was responsible for creating the core for it. That'll be him until he dies. Mm-hmm. That'll be his greatest accomplishment that and drafting al jefferson to the celtics yeah he made the core four he did it it's it's not untrue you gotta hand it to him you know that's his thing he did that are we drinking another shot i feel these things up with you yeah why not sure bo i don't know i'm getting kind of what maybe a half a shot i give you something to sip yeah fill it up i gotta walk home with this big box of baseball cards (laughs) Pop that cork. What are you, are you taking a COVID over home or? I got my mask. <laughs> my dad's phone's all. I could, I could call him. He'd come pick me up. We'll get you home. I, I, I got it. <laughs> I think I got I think I got a mask. Let's see. Oh, yeah. This is my tie-dye mask that Kate wore to work for like a whole fucking week, and I washed it, and it smelled better. Nice. I got three boxes of masks in my car. I just right keep now. it in my fucking wallet. Dude, I have a ton of disposables if you need like a handful. You like that? So it's yeah. super warm in Memphis right now and it's lovely. It's very it's humid. I had to turn the air conditioning on. You had you to dehumidify your house. That's what you were doing. Yeah, it was That's stuffy. Fine. I know I have a fucking button down on. I should take this shit off. You're fine. I don't care. Do what you want. Make yourself comfortable. Because we got three more hours of this. We do. <laughs> Easily. So getting back to your point with the news, any other players that could play? Uh, no. I don't know. No. Doing the best they can. They can. Actually, I heard, I listened to Hollinger and Duncan's I mean, podcast. Marcus Hall could play. And what, what, what Hollinger said, Marcus Hall could play. 
what Hollander said I thought was interesting as far as trades going, like any trades happening in the meantime, that te- he's, he, Hollinger said that teams are more stressed about trying to find these G League guys oh, yeah. than trying to make trades right now. So trades are not going to happen until the deadline. Yeah, I bet if you asked um, any executive or coach about whether or not they want testing in the NBA to continue, mm-hmm. they would all say, no. no. Yeah. Cut this shit the fuck out. Yeah. Well, I it, <laughs> somebody has symptoms, fine. It's a complicated thing because you are... Symptoms, these, you, have you these, sit them out till they yeah, feel better. Yeah. Right. You have these yeah. players that are playing, obviously, and they're breathing heavy, and then you have fans. So you have to take that into account. So there's a little bit of... They're the woke league. Right, so but a speak. guy that's completely and, healthy and asymptomatic, but he tests positive. Right, but like, the, the NBA yeah. rightfully is going to be sensitive to that. I know, and it's because they're progressive, and they want to appear to be doing the right things, whether or not it's, right, it's very what comp- they really it's, think in their fucking heads. It's fucking, it fucking sucks. They, it's a shit show. They want to look like they're doing the right thing, mm-hmm. but at some point they're going to have to let that shit go, I think, and I think it's coming very soon. This it's cannot continue. What they're doing is it's making the games really hard to watch for a casual fan. Like, mm. None of my guys, I don't know anybody that's out there. I don't want to learn all these new guys' names yeah. for a week. Like, people aren't watching a team full of fucking G leaguers. They're not mm. watching them. Only like the diehard fans are watching. Yeah, and give a shit about some G league player that's making his first start in the NBA. Like only diehard guys care mm. about that. It's not for mass consumption. You're gonna have empty seats. There's Brown. Not there him. There he is. Not him. The other guy. Yeah, the the tall brown guy. The, t- the, the tall one over there. Forty four. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't think he's, he hadn't checked in. He yet, didn't right? check in because this yeah. guy's shooting free throws. Probably that he's coming in for. Well, as far as news goes, Paul George is out for a little bit with some kind of ligament wrist thing. Four or six weeks. Yep. Yeah, that's how long it takes to recover. Uh, Derek Rose's ankle surgery, he's out. Yeah, D-Rose. Yeah. Which is, I hate to have, see him. Well, on the other side, you got Kemba and Emmanuel quickly and yep. just sitting around fucking waiting to play. So and then it's not going to hurt the Knicks. No. And then did we cover that Curry broke the record, three-point record? I don't know. Do we have to? No, if did, you don't know Steph Curry is the league all-time yeah. leader in threes, then you're probably listening to the wrong fucking podcast. He good. And the last bit of news, there's probably more I missed, but <laughs> I get to almost get, like, sick watching him. Curry? He's just, he's... I enjoy watching him. I mean, yeah, but... Is he better than Michael Jordan? Cheers. <sighs> Cheers. No, not better, no, different. No, no, More yeah, influential, yeah. I think. Uh, the same influential-wise, yeah. I think, as far as like changing the fucking league. Did you guys see the interview where he, when he was asked a question about... Uh, Kids that are growing up in junior high and high school basketball right now are emulating yeah, Steph Curry. Yeah. Not yeah. Kobe, not LeBron, not Jordan, Steph. He was asked a question post-game about... Uh, it was about Gary Payton Jr., who's been a revelation for the Warriors. Absolutely. Like, system. Yeah. Right system. Same thing with Wiggins. And he's another, like, I, I wouldn't say small guard. Mm-hmm. Gary, Gary Payton Jr. is about, like, 6'4", 6'3", 6'4". He's not like, he's not tiny, but. He's got his dad's eyes. And they asked him about, <laughs> because if you remember, like, 
Monte Ellis was concerned about Monte Ellis was like, well, he's another small guard. I don't want to play with that. Like, Monte I want to play with a big guard. I want like a big guard to play with. Mm-hmm. Monte Ellis. Yeah. Do you think he could play in the league on a ten day? Damn, Gary Payton the second is twenty nine years old. Really? Yeah. Wow. I thought he was way younger for some. Did reason. he do four years of college? So let's do the math on yeah. Gary Payton Senior. Monte, what, what, what the fuck are you talking about, Monte Ellis for? There was a. <sighs> I'm there was sorry. a there was, no there was a post game interview and it was very funny. It was uh, the guy asked Steph Curry about. Oh, he's like, I know a lot of people out there don't think that you can play with another small guard. Oh, it was like oh, a funny oh. like dig at Monte Ellis. Like, yeah, well, that was Monte's team. Yeah, before Steph took it. Mm-hmm. Monte Ellis, you think he could make it? I bet. No, probably not. Monte could, Monte could probably still get some buckets. I bet he could. I mean, he could fuck. I don't know what kind of shape he's in. He'd get roasted 30, on defense, but that's no different than he's 36. when he was in the league. 36. Uh, Wait, he Gary Payton play. is 36 years no, old? No, 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 no. Shut up. So Iverson's 46. <laughs> Ellis is 36. And then Gary Payton, the glove, let's see. 55. Fifty-three. Mm. He was twenty-four when Gary Payton the second was Jordan. born. Jordan, Jordan. <laughs> All right. So, what were you talking about? We we talked about <laughs> Steph Curry breaking the, breaking the record. Oh yeah, I mean, come on, let's go. Kate and I did the Big River Crossing today. Um, Jen has run that before, and she's it, it's worth walking over. Did you it's cool. did you like go into Arkansas? Like, yeah. Apparently, the bridge ends, and you just walk through like like soybean fields or something. We didn't shit. we like, didn't do that, but we walked to like the end of the bridge and then turned around. You can like keep going apparently, and you're just yeah. like there's just it's you're just walking on this crazy like nature trail. It's really cool. Uh, the second time we've done it, the first time we did it, Kate was. She asked, she said, so what happened last time? Someone fell, one of the kids fell and got a bloody nose. This is mu- it was just the two of us. She's like, this is much more relaxing. <laughs> and we we kind of did a rewind in our head. It was my grandmother fell and fucking oh, no. busted her nose. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Not the kids. What happened last time? <laughs> <laughs> my grandma's doing good. Her house is for sale in Memphis if you want to buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. I don't think I had anything else on the news. It was like COVID and injuries. Oh, there was one thing I didn't need to bring up. All right, what do you want to talk about? Undrafted center Omar Vyrtsen on his first game yesterday as a starter for the Heat scored. Starting. Starting. 16-15 rebounds and two assists. 16 points. He played How well. How many minutes? You tell me. I ask him. <laughs> He's played, he played well off the bench for them, for sure. That's probably, your guy, right, Jeff? Probably, no, it's Brian's guy. It's oh, no, it's it's Kevin's guy. Shout out, Kevin. Uh, he's been really, really good. He's, I mean, double-digit rebounds the past six, seven games. 33 minutes. He's a plus one, though. Kid can play. He belongs in the league, it appears. You're at seven, I think is how you say it. Why don't you beer me, Jeff? What you want? As Brian says. What you want, fatty? Take a Budweiser. I'll take a beer. Fatty. Just kidding. That's fine. What do you want? Budweiser. I'll take a Budweiser. Did you guys watch that? Uh, are you guys caught up on Curb? No. Yeah. 
the Woody Harrelson episode. Yeah. With the dry cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> that was a masterpiece. Fuck you, Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta yeah. catch up, man. I'm gonna I'm gonna have my dad watch that episode. I, I just that 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 one episode it can be watched in a vacuum. Yeah, that's pretty good. With uh with Leon at the at the grocery store, and Larry's like, I can eat gefilte fish. <laughs> I don't remember that. Because they were buying the watermelon. That was like four episodes ago, <laughs> dude. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then Larry. Go ahead. Eat watermelon. <laughs> what, who says you can't eat watermelon? Well, I can't eat watermelon in public. And then then he, like, then <laughs> then Leon's on the a quest to find that girl with the same name or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. then she comes over, and then Leon and that dude are eating watermelon. And she's like, oh, no, hell no. <laughs> oh, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> That was a good one. <laughs> I think the whole season of Curb, every episode's been great. I'm that's where I've stopped, and I've got like six episodes to catch up on, and I'm so happy oh, that yeah. it's about to be 35 below when I get home. It might be I'm not happy the last that. season, but it's been definitely the whole thing has been super good. I don't know if they have new writers or what, but there's been a no it's misses. It's been awesome. <laughs> there's been no misses. All right, let's move on. Let's move it. Keep it. Going. Lowered expectations. Lowered expectations is a segment where we each picked a team that was not expected to be good, in our opinions, and we were just gonna kind of follow them and see what happens. They're not the worst teams, but they're not the best teams either. We just have lowered expectations. Brian picked the Bulls. Uh, obviously, the Bulls have just been doing well. Bo, who did you pick? You had the Timberwolves. The Minnesota Timberwolves. How have they been? Or what's they've, been going on? I feel like they've been about what they thought, what I hoped them hoped them to be. They've been hovering around 500. They're I can, about in the seventh seed right now. Mm-hmm. And they've been... Winning about 50% of their games, and that's been really good compared to mm-hmm. past seasons. Well, their whole team's like kind of like in the prime of their careers. Right. So if they weren't winning, it would be a problem. I think Finch is a, decent, is a much better coach than Saunders. So they're sitting in seventh place right now, huh? Yeah. Wow. In the last 10, they're at 500. Oh, Which is, well, they have a Chris yeah. Finch. <laughs> <laughs> quack, quack, quack. <laughs> <laughs> They're looking at the Western Conference standings. It's so fucking weird. It is super weird. The Nuggets are way down. They've got injuries all over the place. The Lakers are hanging in eighth. And it's like Warriors have six losses. Jazz, Grizzlies, Clippers, and then the Timberwolves at seventh instead of like who should be there, like Dallas or Portland, you know? It's so right. fucking. And then the Pelicans are just like fucking, they've probably just given up. It's such a weird season. The standings are just bizarre in the West. It just goes to show how balanced the West really is that it, just a couple of changes for any, either team can totally like any any of these teams could be in the playoffs probably not the rockets or thunder 
but the Kings maybe, Spurs maybe. Um, but well, the Kings have a playoff mandate, our play-in mandate. Fired Luke Walton, and have they gotten better? No. In the, the last, last ten, ten they're three and seven. Three yeah. and seven, yeah. Uh, uh-uh. uh, ain't got better. They lost three straight. They did not get better. What's funny is the like on the Timberwolves subreddit, they're like, you know, hovering around five hundred is like like a huge success for them, right? And it's actually not a bad thing. the 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 games I've gone to this year, the turnout in the arena has been pretty damn good. And that's kind of like what the Grizzlies were doing last year, just like a 500 team. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it is good. In the West, that'll get you in the fucking playoffs. Yeah. It's crazy to look at the standings as a Grizzlies fan. And <laughs> they're the fourth seed, and they're like a legit fourth seed. It's exciting. And it reminds me of like a few years ago before Fisdale. Right. It's exciting. It's fun. Like to see that four. Mm-hmm. And then the like the teams that are around them, yeah, the teams that they're up there with, it's exciting, it's fun, absolutely. But Timberwolves. So, so what's exciting? What I like <laughs> about the Wolves right now is I think Finch is a decent coach. He has made some poor decisions. Uh, and some of his, as far as his like out of bounds plays, I've mm. kind of been disappointed in. But I'm not an NBA coach or a basketball coach, so what do I what do I really know? Well, and I went to the Hawks game where the Hawks hit some insane amount of threes and the three-point defense has fallen off recently for the wolves but i turned another game yeah on. <laughs> bo just like bo's brain saw, just turned off <laughs> <laughs> like, what game is this sorry nets clips so <laughs> late game <laughs> If I was going forward with, as a Wolves fan or someone that's interested in the Wolves, I like where they're going. Uh-huh. They do not have the bench that the Grizzlies have or like the Cavs had uh-huh. have yeah. right now. You think this is their team, or you think they? I don't. I don't know. Like, know. Who, like they're not going to bring in. Like, can they get a slow mo type or? Uh, it, you know, it's funny that they let Rubio go thinking that Torian Prince was going to be an upgrade. And Torian Prince is, has not been an upgrade. I think he's kind of been a negative for the team. But it's been fun to watch, fun to go to a couple games, and they're better than they were last year. And Russell has kind of been their X factor. Russell? When I he's, would think Anthony Edwards is the X factor. Well, Anthony Edwards has been, has been really consistent, and like he's very reliable for their offense. And and he's a very reliable tone setter, and Towns is just kind of the same thing. I like for me, you can count on Towns and you can count on Edwards. And then when Russell has it going and he's good, they're hard to beat. Yeah, I wouldn't call Edwards an X factor. No, no. What would you call him? I'd call him the like the future. He's the alpha. Yeah, actually, he's like the star already. Yeah, second here because yeah. Towns is a little. He's Towns has got a little bit of that Palgasol in him. Like if you were to take Towns and trade him to Kobe Bryant, you would have the same Palgasol outcome. Um, I think they make trades. I think they shake it up. Well, they got they got the interim GM Sasha Gumpta. Yeah, Gumpta. Who, by all accounts, is my kind of a nerd guy. Yeah, he's the brains. 
and I hope they retain him. It's hard to say he's done a good job or bad job. He hasn't done any kind of a job. Here's my take on the Timberwolves. If they don't do something drastic to make the team better, they're just going to be a mediocre team, and they're going to fizzle out. Well, And then they're going to have to fucking blow it up. Right. Well, they have two or three years to, to do that. At least. Uh, probably more, but... They're just going to be a fucking mediocre team for the next five fucking years. And then they're going to turn around and their whole team's going to be 30. And they're going to have Anthony Edwards who's, and they're going to be like, well, let's kind of build around Anthony Edwards. And so they're going to still have these like big contracts of these old dudes and they're not going to know what the fuck to do. So they're going to be the same thing they've always been. Yeah. Unless Anthony Edwards like just takes an extraordinary leap. I think they got to do something different. Okay, so I mean they already did it with they already did it with a cat. Like Yeah. I think they gotta do something different. I think it's the point guard. They're just gonna keep treading water. I think it's the point forever. guard forever. I think they need yeah. a point guard like an unselfish point guard that can score and shoot threes. It's it's not D'Angelo. But what if he's also like a veteran? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Like I'm gonna punch you. What if they got Chris Paul? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think he has to be younger. He has to be Damian Lillard. What if they got Kyle Lowry, yeah. Lillard, John Wall? Lillard's fucking perfect. What uh, if they got LeBron James, but more passing <laughs> oriented? Because Edwards needs the ball, and they and they would need to feed Cat. I think I watched. Uh, I've been watching too many Shaquille O'Neal videos. <laughs> <laughs> I watched uh, on Christmas Eve. I've been watching too many this magic so. moment documentary. <laughs> <laughs> so Christmas Eve, instead of the Memphis Hawaii uh-huh. football game, uh-huh. ESPN showed the the magic moment. Yeah, yeah. the the Shaq and Penny documentary. Right. Yeah, and uh, and it dude, it holds up. Yeah, like I was like riveted watching it again for like the fifth time or whatever. Well, we're emotionally attached to Penny. It's like man, like what if that had worked out? What if Shaq never left? Yeah. What if he never got hurt? I know, yeah. I know, I know, yeah. I know. So, Bo, where do we stand with the Timberwolves right now? What are the expectations? Are they lower, or or have they risen like uh, with Brian's team, the Bulls? They have not risen like the Bulls, but I feel like this is what I hope for for a Wolf season: a playoff team. They're in the mix. That's that's cool, man. That's awesome. Yeah, if they make the playoffs, who knows? Yeah, and I'll, I'll go to a... These are defining moments in teams' journeys Yeah, when they do make the playoffs and if they do win a series. Like, these yeah. are defining moments. Like, this will be a defining uh, season for the Wolves. And I hope that I can go to a Wolves game in person that is the pick game. Yeah. That would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. You want to borrow my binoculars when you leave? Oh, because I'm too cheap to get a nice <laughs> seat? Is that what you're saying? Binoculars are clutch when you're sitting up high. That's all I'm saying. You can see everything like you're on the bottom. You can't hear it, obviously, but you can I, see I've it. I've got a set of pair of binoculars. I like the binoculars. Like I get made fun of when I pull them out. They're like, "What the fuck?" And I'm like, "Yeah, well, I can see everything." Also, yeah. also when you're like way up high, you can like hit your weed vape and nobody bothers you. Well, there you go. <laughs> I don't even know what that is. I pull my binoculars. I was like. Damn, Pat Bev is hard right now. <laughs> he's a tough dude. Like he's like in people's faces. Pause. 
Now, come on. He's a, he's a leader. He's a ch- culture changer. He's super hard. <laughs> uh, all right. So you're hoping for a playoff game. Or, or a play-in game. Yeah. And a pick game. No, I mean, it would be a defining thing for the Timberwolves if they made the playoffs. I think it would be yeah. great. And you would see exactly what they're made of. They would lose. I mean, this time, I mean. <laughs> I know they year, will. <laughs> last year, the Grizzlies were in a playoff game. And yeah, that but was, they're you know, way like, younger. Huge, right? <laughs> the yeah. Grizzlies are way yeah. younger as a whole. Like the actual, like, yeah, core group, mm-hmm. way younger. And that was uh, hopefully, like, that was what I was saying earlier in the season. Like, the Grizzlies' next move is to not be a fucking playing right. team. And they went on that crazy run while John Morant was hurt. And uh, and now they just have to kind of sustain and uh, win more games than they lose. Yeah. And uh, shit, man. Based on tonight. Based on tonight, they beat Phoenix. Things are looking Huge. up. Huge. Huge. Things are looking up. They're yeah. deep. Is and Bane they- a max player? Bane's Bane is a 15 year player in the league. Yeah. He's yeah. like a Shane Battier with a three. He's like a I I, I don't know. I, he's not quite as defensive. Maybe is he? No, he's not. But he's is he? I don't know. Danny Green. I don't know. I'm just throwing names out there. Is he Danny Green? Like better I don't than know. Danny Green? Like, is he Clay yeah, Thompson? Yeah, he is, yeah. No, he's not. No, <laughs> he's not. Whoa, 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 whoa. He's not Clay Thompson. Whoa. whoa. <laughs> Woo! How many Woodfords have you had? <laughs> have another Woodford. I'll have a Woodford. Yeah. Compare Desmond Bain's uh, season two totals to Clay okay. Thompson's season two totals. Okay. Anybody want some? We want a nip. I'm good on the Woodford. I'm probably gonna have eight more Budweisers. <laughs> Maybe two. I mean, it's a good conversation. Uh, on basketball reference, Troy Williams comes up in a Kings jersey right now. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Troy Williams was the next Dennis Rodman. And there's Dan Williams in a little Troy. Kid. I thought he was going to be good. That was little Troy. All right, I'm looking up Des. Des. Desmond Look, Mason. Com- the, pull now. Fuck this. Pull up the player comp- comparison. Uh, Desmond Bain and uh, let's see Clay Thompson. This is ridiculous. It's coming. Brian has left the room <laughs> in frustration. Let's see. Desmond Bain, second year. So but They're he, really not that fucking far off, dude. No, I'm looking at Reggie Miller. Hold on. No. Reggie Miller's second year in the league, he averaged 16 points, three re- rebounds, three assists, one steal, 40% from three, close to 50 for, from the field. And Bain was six is like at this point six almost seventeen steal rebounds and assists is close. Where did Reggie Miller come from? Bain's better than Reggie Miller. It's a different era. Second year, Desmond Bain. Actually, Bain's effective field goal percentage is better than Reggie Miller's in his second year. But it's a different game. It's a different era, a different game. Hold on. Okay, so Clay is your comparison. Well, that was how this started. What if we just looked at age? Should we look at age or year? Desmond Bain's effective field goal percentage is better than Clay's in his second year. The stats are pretty similar, actually. At age or year? Uh, I'm looking at second year. In second season? 
a close. Break. Yes, it's very comparable. Sixteen points per game, and Bain's a year older than Clay in his second year, so it's right about the same thing. What is the three point percentage? Is Desmond so, Bain's three point attempts? So Desmond Bain's at four twenty six, and, and Clay, a half. come on, Clay's at four twenty two. Nice four twenty. No, he's at four hundred. Oh, excuse me, that's field goal percentage. So um, it looks like Desmond Bain has a slight edge on Clay. As far as second season goes. It's a different era, though. Is it? <laughs> I think it's the same era, dude. If you compare Bane. <laughs> You're talking about like five years. Yeah, era-wise, you can compl- you can compare Bane and Clay Thompson. And you Reggie Miller. You can compare Bane and Reggie Miller. Bane, look, let's just put it this way. Yeah, I think so. And I, I, Yeah, Reggie I Miller in this era would be. Desmond Bane is on 30 points track to have a Clay Thompson career right now. He is. I, I would say that I would not bet on that. You think that Clay had a higher ceiling somehow? Clay's what's Clay's what six? Six. We six. have the benefit of hindsight here. Like we've seen what Clay's done. Exactly. Yeah. It was what I'm saying. Like, why are you capping Desmond Bain? Because Clay's an old. He's on track Clay's to do exactly what Clay did. So that brings us back to the question. What was the question? The question was. Is Desmond Bain a max player? Is he a max player? Jeff that says yes. That was what started this. Jeff says yes. No, Jeff would lowball the shit out of him. <laughs> and yeah, con- try to convince him he's not yeah. a max player. Yeah. Hopefully they can get him for not a max player. Hopefully they can get him on something that's like a, like a manage Ginobili <laughs> kind yeah. of deal. I don't know. That's going to be a tough one, man. It's going to be tough for the Grizzlies uh, front office to not pay him what he demands. I mean, he's the most valuable. His top shots have doubled in value. Have they? Yeah, I have three of his rookie top shots. You were buying them, yeah, I remember I was buying them up, and they have jumped in value. I was very high on Desmond when he came in. This is true. And uh, I don't think Clay Thompson is like a – insane ceiling to fucking compare him to i don't really don't i, I guess watched, have you watched him fucking play he had 32 tonight <laughs> <laughs> you're right but yeah. clay's a little better on d maybe huh i mean it's Desmond's, more three and d yeah, than des yeah. des maybe is lacking a little bit i mean clay's got a bigger end. wingspan than desmond right so. steals per game in the second season both at one Clay's still like a one steal a game, but that doesn't mean much about defense. Their second seasons are so fucking similar, and Desmond's actually better. A better three-point percentage on the same uh, amount of shots per game. Uh, threes, anyway. It's very wild stuff, man. Yeah, Clay would t- uh, Desmond is... Uh, about six and a half of 13 and a half field goals. Clay was six out of about 15. 422 against 469. Desmond's like, and then you look at the jump that he's made. He's seven points per game more, Desmond, this season than last. And he's making huge leaps. Mm-hmm. And that's opportunity. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, how can you say he's not going to get better? 
when he's only 23. Anyway, what are we doing here? How did this happen? <laughs> it just says Desmond <laughs> Max player. You drank some whiskey and I don't know, man. We mixed the pick game and we didn't I don't pick like a it. Pick, pick game. <laughs> we were right. doing Lord expectations. I don't like it. All right, we're moving on. Yeah, we're all over the place. Maybe, we're moving on. Well, we're. that's what happens, man. You know, I'm having a good time. Yeah, we're all in the studio together. That's I'm having a great time. Know, great. Yeah. So more on lowered expectations. We're skipping Brian this week. He doesn't have anything. I got something. What? Go. Uh, the Bulls are eight and two in their last ten games, which is amazing because they all have they all had COVID. Lots of COVID. <laughs> all the COVID. They're the number two seed in the East. Right behind. <laughs> Number two is James Harden's Brooklyn Nets. James, number two is really good in the East. I mean, yeah. if you're going to be in the East, which is obviously a less competitive yeah. conference, but if you're going to be... It looks like the better conference. No, it's not. Because they don't play tough competition every night. They play other fucking shitty Eastern Conference teams. But if you're going to be in the East, you might as well be second. Yeah. That's all I got. They all had a bunch of COVID. Uh, yeah. You know, DeRozan came back and immediately his first came back. You don't want to be at the bottom. What I, what I meant to say was you don't want to be at the bottom of the playoffs in the fucking East. Yeah. If you're going to be in the East, you want to be up near the top. That's how you show everybody else that you're in business. Right. And you're ready for the playoffs. Yeah. In the West, you can be fucking anywhere. Mm -hmm. In the East, if you're at the bottom, you're no good. If you're barely getting in the playoffs in the East, you're no fucking good. Yeah. So, yeah, Bulls are good. Lowered expectations, my ass. <laughs> <laughs> They're good. They're fun to watch too. I love Levine. Well, they got uh, they got DeRozan back, and then like mm -hmm. I think Lonzo immediately went of the protocols. Levine's my guy. And DeRozan came back. The Wolves had Levine at one point. He needed the right guys around him. He needed the right coach. You got anything on the Spurs? Yeah. DeJounte Murray last week was tied for the most triple doubles this season, uh, getting his sixth last now, week. In the protocols. <laughs> <laughs> he joined David Robinson as the only Spurs player ever with 10 plus triple doubles. DeJounte is happening. This is happening. The Spurs are 8 and 5 since a 4 and 13 start. 8 and 5 in the last, I guess that's 13 games. Lowered expectations is exactly where they are. They're in 10th place. <laughs> last 10, winning record, 6 and 4. They are the definition of the lowered expectations team <laughs> who have they played in the last couple few weeks they beat the warriors they lost to the suns they lost to the knicks they beat the nuggets they lost to the nuggets they beat the pelicans blah 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 they lost to the hornets they beat the jazz they lost to the kings they beat the clippers they beat the lakers they beat the Pistons. They lost to the Jazz. So they're just, I mean, really, there's like a 500 teams, you know. They're 14 and 19 on the season. Lowered expectations. 
Jacques Landale posted 13 points, eight rebounds, three assists, a triple, and a steal across 15 minutes in Thursday's 138-110 win over the Lakers. Landale's getting some run. This is the guy. It's nice. I'm happy for you. Jacques Lindale. This is the guy. It's not for me. <laughs> what did he do against the Pistons? He had a career night. 18 points in the 144-109 win in Detroit. Against Detroit. I don't know if it was in Detroit. I think it was in San Antonio. Kelvin Johnson said he definitely adds a lot of attributes to the game. I think people like him. That's a good quote. Shock Lindell's, he's a player. That's about all I got on uh, Spurs. Let's move to the pick game. What was the pick game? It was Friday between the Cleveland Cavaliers and the Milwaukee Bucks. It was the trees versus the bees. They're calling. They're calling Cleveland the the trees. They're and the, tall. And the bees yeah. would be the B team for the books. Ah, yes, we were going to Milwaukee. I actually don't hate Milwaukee. I've been there. It's a nice little city. It's good vibes there. It's cool. Yeah, it is. They got the water and the little river thing or whatever they got going on to the Lake Michigan. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. It's a quaint little area. It's home of the Harley Davidson Museum. Milwaukee. Where they call water drinking fountains bubblers. Hmm. <laughs> it's where they call mosquitoes skaters. It's the home of Gene Wilder, whose real name is Jerome Silberman. And if Gene Wilder sounds familiar, it should. He's a legend. Beloved actor, director, writer, songwriter, who unfortunately passed away in 2016. It's fucking Willy Wonka. Yep. Yep. Anyway, the game. Dr. Frankenstein. <laughs> yes. He's had many roles. <laughs> the Bucks were on a back-to-back, as we discussed last episode of the podcast. COVID has players out. That was the story of the game. COVID. Bucks. Injuries. COVID. Bucks. <sighs> Teams are trying to keep enough players... Available on a roster to play games. I don't think it's a bad thing with the G League players getting called up. Odd pickups with the 10-day contracts, you know, the Isaiah Thomases, the Joe Johnsons. I don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's just different, and it makes games hard to judge. It changes the dynamics of the teams in each game. Lamar Stevens made his first NBA start of his career in this game with the Cavs. Hey, congratulations. Nice. I mean, so that's a thing that he was able to do uh, under unusual circumstances. He probably would have rather earned it, you know? Sure. But he just was, it was just given to him. 
The Bucks had four players and two starters out in this game. The Cavs had two starters out with health and safety protocols. And then there's injuries on top of that. Altogether, I think it was like nine guys out of this game. Cool. So this is where it becomes difficult for us to do like a pick game. You can't pick nothing. You got a bunch of fucking players out. It's like, what are we really watching? It's a different game than what it would have been if everybody was healthy. Middleton, Holiday, and Giannis were all out for the Bucks. I mean, it's a different game. Mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, I bet the coaches and the players want to stop testing. What do you guys make of this? Like, is it, Do you care? Like watching a game, do you think about the players that aren't in and whether or not you're going to fucking watch that game or what? Yes. Yeah. So if if the top players aren't in like we probably wouldn't have made this our pick game absolutely not i mean it makes it hard to watch a nba game on a random night Mm -hmm. you know like just on a random tuesday or whatever Mm -hmm. am i gonna go out of my way to watch a game with a bunch of guys i don't know probably not no it's hard to watch a g league game at full price basically (laughs) It wasn't completely G League. There was some interesting stuff like Rubio and Kevin Love. I don't know. No, that that was maybe the most interesting thing. Yeah, you might be right. Cleveland's been winning games. Darius Garland's been getting a lot of credit with Sexton out. He's shown that he can be a leader, I think. Well, he went 10 for 13 for the game, which is incredible. Wow, that's efficient. It is good. I think he's getting I think he's just getting better. Garland yeah. You know, with the opportunity with Sexton out. He's a ball dominant guard. He needs to be. And you can't have yeah. uh, two I of mean, them. With, yeah. <laughs> Colin Sexton, like, you can have two guys that have to have the rock in their hands at all times. Right. You have too many of the same player. Jerry West, yeah. you say it all the time. You can't have too many of the same player. I think uh, one of those guys has got to go. Maybe. The Lakers want one. Finally, Garland is in the right position to show what he can do and grow as a player. Opportunity is important. Put any team, any young player in the wrong opportunity, the wrong situation, doesn't get opportunity. He never grows. Opportunity is important. Challenges are important. If you're not being challenged, you're not growing. Garland was the key of the game. Pre-game. In the month of December, he's shooting 48% from three, averaging almost 20 points and eight assists. We picked this game because the Cavs are winning. That's why we picked this game. We were like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) How are they winning these games? Is it all J.B. Bickerstaff? Right? Is it? Everyone's saying they're good. We want to see for ourselves. Cavs had won five straight and nine of the last 11. I'd say that's pretty hot. Cavs were hot. Yeah. True. As of today of the recording, they're sitting in fifth place. Seven and three in the last ten. Twenty and thirteen. And they're plus, overall. Plus six and a half on the year. They're like Grizzlies East. Absolutely. But they're well, and and this is what I want to say about Grizzlies East. What? They have good veterans. They have Ricky Rubio. How many fucking times do we have to watch Ricky Rubio go to fucking teams and win? <laughs> right. How many fucking times do we have to do it? 
<laughs> it's like every fucking time, dude. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. seriously. Like, is this the all-time greatest dude to have around? We had a conversation in a group text about the... We were talking about Patty Mills on Christmas Day. Uh-huh. We were like, is he the best backup point guard in the league? Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh, and Ev, of course, Evan piped up. He's a huge Jalen Brunson fan uh, because he has him on his fantasy team. And I was like, mm. all right, Jalen Brunson. Mm. Numbers are better. Mm. Mm. Sure. Maybe Jalen Brunson's the best backup point guard in the league. Mm. But if you're a, a, a young team mm-hmm. that wants to succeed, how do you not want like Ricky Rubio on the bench coming in to play bench lineups and coaching your guys up? Yeah. And just like being cool with the finish yeah. the Finnish guy. Sure. Like mm-hmm. the the Laurie Marketing, the guy that's yeah. from Finland that nobody really can relate to and he's mm-hmm. probably seems weird. And you have Ricky Rubio's like, oh, yeah. you're not weird, man. Yeah. Like, I'll hang out. Ricky Rubio's like, I speak Finnish. I'll bring you along. Let's go. <laughs> it's cool. I'll be your friend. No, you've yeah. had no friends in yeah. the NBA because you're just not from America right. at all. Let's go eat brunch. America. I'll come <laughs> hang out with you. Let's go eat brunch. Let's hang. Yeah. And Laurie Marketing wasn't fucking terrible in this game. He looks kind of rejuvenated. Do you think Marketing and Rubio go on Lake Erie and fish? <laughs> no, I don't know. You don't think so? Uh, I don't think they have maybe. a lot of time for that. Who they knows? might. Maybe. They get days off. And I think they COVID just hang protocols. out and go get lunch and shit. Yeah. You don't think they go fishing on Lake Erie? Do you? I, I'm not into fishing. It's not my thing. They probably like... Just asking you if you think they do it. Oh. Um... <laughs> They probably wake up in the morning and they're like, I don't know. Uh, hey, do you want to play FIFA? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably what they do. Right? And uh, I don't know. It's and Marketing's like, yeah, let's play FIFA like online. And Rubio's like, no, mm-hmm. man, come to the house. Yeah, right. We'll play FIFA at the house. I have a mansion. Yeah. I have an LAN. Like local area network. Like we don't play FIFA online. You come over to my house. Hey, come we'll over. Play FIFA. And we'll eat lunch. Yeah. We'll hang we'll out. We'll have like a. I got this finish. And Lori's like, nobody or something. Yeah, yeah. And Lori's like, whoa, I always play online. Yeah. <laughs> Evan Mobley only wants me to play online. <laughs> I always play online. I don't know. <laughs> Never seen Evan Mobley's house. <laughs> I think uh, I really, it's, it's, it's crazy to see this happening again yeah. with Rubio. It's just mind boggling. He, he good. Everywhere he goes. Yeah. Everywhere he fucking goes. He's like a Except calm. Except the Wolves last year. He's like a calm. He steers the ship, you know. I think he's just a good dude to have around. One of our favorite characters in the league, Brian, started for Milwaukee in this game. Can he guess? DC. <laughs> DeMario. Oh, I got. DeMario McMahon. I got the stats on Boogie. Boogie still got some shit in the tank, man. Uh huh. As a starter or what? I mean, until Giannis comes back, <laughs> Boogie got something to say, man. Tell me about it. I will. When? Now. <laughs> I love this man, Boogie Cousins. Yeah, we all do. 
I mean, really, yeah, I think. I thought his career was over. Everybody. I thought he was done. After which injury? Dead. After. Right. All of them. Each one. The Achilles, probably. Dead to the world. Never has a shot to give anything to any competing team. He's a shell of himself now, really. The Bucks signed him mm-hmm. after they won the championship. And I was like, that's nice. That's a nice thing to do. I think he was. It to was, Boogie Cousins. Like, if Bobby Portis gets hurt, well, they'll just plug in. Well, they've had problems with Brooke. Yeah. Lopez. I guess. Yeah. He did a third big, whatever. Yeah. yeah. And they lost PJ Tucker. Yeah. So, whatever. I kind of saw him as like a. What if Bobby Portis gets hurt? Bobby Portis is a guy who will punch you in the face if he doesn't like you. He's a tough, defensive guy. Okay. Go get Cousins. All right, that's great. Go get him. Mm-hmm. Well, so they get racked by COVID. And here's DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> Look at this fucking setup. Popping in. God damn it. I'm trying Don't to hit your forehead on the microphone. I'm trying to look at my goddamn phone. <laughs> Get him a little nine and eight. Huh? Nine points, eight rebounds. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Which Giannis was back that game. So. Which game? The Christmas. Oh, oh not the pit game. I'm, I'm talking about the. God damn it. The Christmas, the Christmas Day game. He, he Cousins gave him nine and eight in the. The Christmas, Christmas game? Day game, yes. And I wasn't looking at the pick game. No, it's fine. In the pick game, Cousins had... Uh, 12 and 12. 12 points. Which, a respectable 12. 12 rebounds. 12. Five steals in a block. Four turnovers. Negative six, plus minus. I mean, are we looking at plus minus when we're talking about... No, cousins? no, no. 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 <laughs> Never. We played eight eight guys in this game. There, there are on. players out there. You don't look at their plus minus. Boogie's one of those guys. The Bucks played eight fucking guys. <laughs> Cleveland played <laughs> like thirteen. <laughs> Bucks are decimated by COVID. Yeah, they had a lot of guys out with injuries and COVID. Yeah, it just goes to show when you but, give Boogie a shot. But no, when he gets minutes, no, you need to watch Boogie play. <laughs> no, numbers aren't I everything. I'm not looking that deep into it. I'm just looking at the numbers. With numbers Boogie. are fine, but yeah. stats are numbers. But <laughs> watching the numbers, play yeah. is a little fucking different. Sure, I would say if Boogie was Boogie, he would have gotten sixty points during this game. 30, 30 young and 20. Bo- like King's Boogie? Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. prime younger 30 and Boogie. 20. Yeah. If he was prime Boogie, he would have gotten 30 and 20. Yeah. With this opportunity against Kevin Love. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Laurie Marketing. Don't forget. Though Jared Allen is. Jared Allen's not a fucking joke, man. No. The it's Nets could use him. Hmm. The Nets could use him. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe they could do like a reverse trade. <laughs> that was a weird trade. The Timberwolves could use him. <laughs> he would be a nice, solid anchor. Yeah. But Cousins, he's not the guy he used to be, Brian. I, 
I'm not saying that. I'm just saying he showed he can still play in this league. If you have nobody else to play, and you have to play Demarcus Cousins, <laughs> we'll go get you twelve and twelve. It's gonna take thirty-five minutes of fucking bad defense to get twelve and twelve. Get <laughs> five steals, four turnovers. Yeah, steals, active hands. Getting Jeff. smoked Jeff in the fucking five post. steals. It's getting fucking smoked in the post, dude. All over the place. That's some DFS gold. He's right getting out rebounded, getting tapped out. Like that might have been his best game of the fucking season. I'd be willing to bet. I mean, he has our pick game was no his best. cartilage in his knees. <laughs> I'd be willing to bet this pick game was like his best season, best game of the season. Uh, Ricky Rubio and Kevin Love checked in with about six minutes. Left in the first quarter. Jared Allen has some nice post moves. This guy's got skills in the post. He's a player. He has some moves. He got some moves. It's clear to me that he's been working on his post moves. Really nice. Good footwork. Soft hands. And when doubled, he can find guys. He can pass out of that double. He can do it. He doesn't look bad out there. Against basically no one out there. Yeah. DeMarcus Cousins. Hmm. Jared Allen would be a great fit next to a guy like uh, Kevin Durant. <laughs> he could run a nice pick and roll with Durant. Yeah. Harden or Kyrie Irving. Or Kyrie Irving. Would Brooklyn need him? Doesn't look like it. I don't think so. They're in first place in the East. Rubio has this like huge bushy beard. <laughs> and like it's grown out yes. hair. It it's looks like a goddamn Paul, like a tiny Paul Bunyan out I'm there. <laughs> thinking his barber might have COVID. <laughs> it's possible. He's always kind of liked having the long hair and stuff, but the beard is out of control. I don't know. Maybe he's just like, maybe he's just like avoiding people in general. Maybe Rubio, except for Laurie. He's, being he's definitely hanging out with Laurie. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of funny looking for some reason. Like, it makes his head look especially large. I don't know. He just looked awkward out there. Well, the first time I saw him, I was like, oh, fuck it. Oh, he doesn't have out. a very muscular neck. Just a bunch of hair. Yeah. Fucking Spaniard. Anyway, I like this Darius Garland. He's on my radar. Mm -hmm. As far as, like, uh, I hope Cleveland does something to make this, like, permanent. Sexton's a trade piece. Yeah. I hope Cleveland does something to keep this because that, that kid is a, he's a player. He's a gamer. He's fast. He's quick. He can shoot. He can pass. Coach JB said, Baker Staff, you know, you, we know him. Mm -hmm. He's mm -hmm. been down here in Memphis now. Mm -hmm. JB said he's uh, gained confidence and now feels like he belongs in the NBA. That's what JB said. Okay. Garland's good. I was skeptical, but because it was Sexton. Mm hmm. But uh, I like this Garland. Yeah, he's been very good, obviously. I think it's real. Bo, do you have any takes on this game? My big you, take. You my, watched it, right? Yes. Like my, <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> My general takeaway was, one, that Jared Allen was better than any big on the Bucks. 
Mm-hmm. Any big on the Bucks? Any of them? All of them? Like you mean the one that they had? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Demarcus Cousins and that Love and Rubio. They they ended up on the Cavs just because of salary reasons. Basically, Love is untradeable. If he was tradable, he would have been traded. Mm, probably. And so Altman was like, okay, well, I'd rather have Rubio for whatever reason versus... I know why. Well, it's obvious. right? Because he's smart. Instead of Torian Prince and the Wolves were like, we want... It's a wing league now. We need... So the Wolves, of course, fucked that up. Anyway, I think Love and Rubio bring a lot to the table that any team, any contending team would love to have those two dudes coming off their bench. And it reminds me of a kind of Grizz East that you had last year with the Grizz, you had Valanchunas, Kyle Anderson, solid vets on the team. And that's what the, the Cavs have. They have a good mix of vets and young players. And it results in good basketball. Yeah. Cavs are winning games. Yeah. You can't deny the proof. Osman is a weird guy. Yeah, but I think if you put... He's been there since Braun was there. Yeah, you put Osman on the Warriors and he's going to be awesome. I think he's just a good... I think he's just a good basketball player. He had 23 points in the game. Plus 22. <laughs> Osman, he's long. He hustles. Yeah. He's a weird guy. He's like their X Factor thing, right? Maybe. Sure. He's seen a lot of shit yeah. in his career. <laughs> he's seen a lot of shit. <laughs> and he's been on that fucking Cavs team <laughs> the whole fucking Forever. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Osman. Hey, he's not consistent yet, but he's there. He's close. He's close to being like a true X Factor. I don't know. 23 in the game is no joke. It's nothing to. Ignore five and nine from three. Sheesh. The Cavs just seem deeper in this game. You know, Osman, mm-hmm. Love, Rubio. They, they seem just, way deeper, yes. <clears throat> yeah. And and that was my, my yeah. big takeaway. Yeah. Uh, uh, Milwaukee's just missing too many players. Sharing the ball, Cleveland was, and hitting shots. They led 14 after the first quarter. I'm watching Kevin Love play, and I'm thinking about the Lakers, and I'm thinking, God damn, he'd be perfect in L.A. Just thinking about it. Like, that's what L.A. needs, like a stretch four. Mm. Like, that's not AD. Right. (laughs) Who's the center? (laughs) A guy that can rebound. (laughs) Like, Love is out there playing hard. He's playing grown man basketball. Yeah, I don't know what flipped for him. Very physical basketball and get, grabbing those rebounds out there. Love, uh, like love, love's presence was known. We'll just say that. If LA could do it and keep Westbrook, it would be a great story. It would be the uh, Westbrook Love reunion in LA from UCLA. It'd be a great story. I just don't know if it's ever gonna happen. A lot of damn threes in the first half in this game. Cavs were up 11 at the half. I think we've talked about Jordan Wara for the Bucks. He was having a really nice game. I think we've talked about him in the past. He's a very good player. Uh, he was having a nice game. 
I still don't know about this uh, this Finnish weirdo though, Markkanen. He was he played thirty minutes, but you didn't even know he was out there. I just don't know if he has like motivation or like like like, like fucking heart. Mm. I just still don't know about him. I'm leaving it up to him. What do you have in the game? He had eight points. He was a plus plus fifteen. Three of fourteen. Three of fourteen, yeah. Oh from seven from three. Mm-hmm. I just don't know Ouch. if But they won, so you look past it. But that's a lot of fucking missed shots. It's a lot of blown possessions. Probably not the guy you want to be counting on late in the game. But what I do like is this new D Wade, this Dean Wade for Cleveland. He stuck out to me. This guy hustles. He had nine points, so just a point more than Laurie. But he was three of seven from the field, doubling Laurie's rebounds, getting a couple steals, no turnovers. I like his hustle. I like the way this Dean Wade plays. He appears to be a worker. You know? You put this new D Wade and you mm-hmm. put this Rubio on the same team, things are going to start happening. Well, D Wade is no contrar. Yeah. It's <laughs> a big, big, big conchar. <laughs> Taller conchar. Tall conchar. This game wasn't that interesting. No. Cavs were hitting threes. Bucks were making turnovers. The Cavs went up 22 in the third. Ed Davis is still in the league. Big boss man. Saw him on Cleveland. Shit. I had no idea. Bucks have no Giannis. No Middleton, no holiday. Cleveland was always going to win this fucking game. That's right. <laughs> I fell asleep in the fourth quarter watching this game. <laughs> yeah, I kind of fourth quarter. I, yeah. The Cavs went up 30, and I have no interest whatsoever. I start just thinking about like stuff that might be on my phone for the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Bigger staff for Cleveland. He signed a big-ass extension, which is good for him. Oh, he did. Nice. Him, yeah. Yeah, he's got a big extension through like 25-26 or, 20, or some shit. He's got a big-ass extension, I think. Cleveland won the game 119-90. And the Bucks had like, no, no, no players. I wouldn't bet on Cleveland to beat Milwaukee full strength. <laughs> sure. No. Is that fair? Well, they just yeah, won yeah. a title. I found ways to... Entertain myself within the game. But this was a tough fucking end of a game to watch when mm-hmm. Cleveland was up like 20 to 30 points. I was just like, fuck it. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah. I'm not watching this. If it wasn't a pick game, I would have never fucking watched it. We got to pick a game for next week. What you got, Jeff? This week is week 11. And what are the games? Where's the schedule? I got one right now. Go on. Please. That we're going to watch anyway. Okay. (laughs) Grispers. It's it's Wednesday night. Wednesday. It is LeBron James. Ooh. Versus John Conchar. I like it. Another Memphis Memphis game. Come on, man. You're better than this. All right, Jeff's not having it. All right. 
I like where your head's at, but you're better than this. Come on. We're going to do a Grizzlies game just because we live in Memphis. What? Lakers, yeah. too. It's Lakers. I don't give a fuck about the Lakers. They're going to lose. It's going to be great. How about that uh, 76ers Nets game on Thursday? Did Embiid play the last game he played in? I don't fucking know, man. Is he out for, he's out for protocols? What about Knicks Timberwolves on today? Mon Tuesday. On t on today, Tuesday. Today Tuesday. Today Tuesday. They played tonight against the Celtics. Mm -hmm. That was last night. Okay. It's Tuesday now. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look like Embiid's out with anything at this moment. Mm. Okay, so Thursday you like Durant. Philly at Durant should be back. Philly at Brooklyn. And Harden Harden's playing. Maybe Irving's playing. I don't even know. It's possible. We don't know. No, it's no, it's at Nets, so he's not gonna play. Oh, 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 it's in Brooklyn. Yeah. Thank you, Brian. Uh yeah. <laughs> I like that Knicks Timberwolves game. I don't know why. All right, giddy up, let's do it. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. That'd be fun. We got plenty of time to Did we already do a Knicks game and a Timberwolves game? We haven't done Timberwolves yet. I just wanted to get do a Timberwolves game that was I was going to be at before the season's over. Nuggets Warriors. I don't know. I think you like that game. It's I getting like, late. Let's not overthink it. A lot of games. Let's look at the Friday games before we call it. My Spurs are playing my Grizzlies. Oh. That's an interesting game. It is? Yeah. Not a pick game. I'd rather watch the Grizzlies. No, it's not a pick game. Yeah. I mean, it kind of is a pick game, but I don't want to do a Grizzlies pick game. We already did a Grizzlies pick game. Saturday night. What are you New saying? Year's Day. Warriors Jazz. Wow, that's a fun one. That's really fun. Saturday. How many stars is that? If we're on a five-star, because... I'm a five-star man. <laughs> and if we're doing five stars, how many stars is that? That is four and a half stars. Warriors at Utah. So they yeah. have to win on the road. That Ooh. is a Saturday night NBA TV game. And it's New Year's Day, so they're all hung over. Three, four yeah. and a half stars. Wow. I like it. That is a fun one. That's exciting. Knicks mini. It works for me. Probably less of a exciting yeah. game than Warriors Utah. And the Jazz are playing the Timberwolves the previous the night before New Year's Eve, so it's a what? It's a, it's a walkthrough. I mean, we can watch that game, but what are we going to take away from it? It's Warriors Jazz. Curry's going to light them fuckers up, and Conley's going to try and stop them. So I feel like we already did our pick game recap already. What's well, every? <laughs> that's every Warriors game. That's it. Yeah. Um, so what's the point of doing that? Steph Curry hits 23s. I mean, we're going to watch that game probably. Jingles plays very hard defense. But what's the point of fucking doing our pick game on that? Uh, All right. Well, you tell me. We've gone through. We picked throw five games out there, boss man. What you got? I want to learn something about a team. Not just watch two of the fucking best teams. Okay. That's what ESPN does. Sure. What is the point of the pick game? 
First of all, the point is to pick a game that I'll actually watch. That'll be fun. <laughs> and Brian's going to be on the couch anyway. Yeah. A Bulls Wizards is that's a good game too. Kind of is. Yeah. Right, let's do that. Is that at DC? Yep. How many stars? Bulls DC. That could be fucking fun. Yeah. Absolutely. Like that's more fun to me than Warriors Utah. Because that's a lower, like not as high level fucking game, sure. dude. Like you're gonna hear yeah. about this fucking Warriors Utah game. You're gonna hear about it on ESPN. Yeah. It's stupid. Bulls Wizards is great. But at the same time, like COVID's gonna throw all this shit off anyway. Yeah, so it's not gonna it doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. What day is that game? Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Saturday, Bulls Wiz. Yeah. Fuck it. Let's watch let's watch the lowered expectations that have overachieved. Play this weird ass Wizards team. They're both teams. Here's something interesting. They're sure. both teams just kind of thrown fucking together mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. They're kind of both the teams that were like mm-hmm. as Brian would say, like misfit toys. Yeah. What's the coaching battle? So it's uh, what's his butt from Florida? Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan and Wes Unseld Jr. Who's the better coach? Who wins this uh, game? Billy Donovan. DeRozan's back. Yeah. Players are coming out of protocol now. Yeah, I feel like. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Let's make that a game. Bulls at DC. Sounds fun. It sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, like Warriors Utah sounds fun. I'm gonna watch that game, but it doesn't mean that that's what mm-hmm. we have to come here and talk about. Okay. I want to watch that Knicks Minnesota game too it's on fair. Tuesday. Yeah, that's more fun. I feel like to us. All right, before we leave, we have voicemail, and we're getting the fuck out of here. What's up, Jeff, Bo, and Brian? This is Chris, uh, first time caller, long time listener. Uh, Jeff, I just wanted to comment on. You thinking that putting Kleenex in your ears at a family dinner makes you less of an asshole than just screaming at everyone to be quiet. Mm. Uh, I, I think I need to hear more about this. That was definitely my favorite part of the, the last episode is just picturing you stuffing your face and then crossing your arms with, uh, with your ears plugged with paper. Uh, and then, you know, Brian, if you want to, feel free to talk about how much you still are high on the Lakers and uh, what what your expectations for them come playoff time are. Love you guys. See you later. That's a voicemail from Chris. Hmm. We know Chris. Chris is a good guy. Yeah. He sounds very... I think more, he was driving down the highway with his convertible top. on the phone yeah. that he's sounded ever in his life. I think he had his convertible top maybe down and he was uh, driving down the highway. I don't know, Chris. A very southern accent pronounced more so than I've ever heard from him. Hi, Jeff Brown Pine. Sounded pretty standard to me. Sounded yeah. like he was calling it like vol calls or something or like. First time caller. Yeah, Coach, I don't want to catch you on the offensive line. Yeah. Why didn't we check quarterback? God. I don't want to kill the guy. Calling you know. it like. And oh, never hear actually, him I really, game Tiger I, show. Like. I really didn't think his accent was that bad. And I live in Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> kind of sounded like 
He'd been following the Memphis Tigers since Mo Iber was coaching. Well, first Anyhow. of all, I want to say thank you, Chris, for calling. Thanks, Chris. Absolutely. <laughs> well, rare fucking voicemail. Um, Chris, the the napkins in the ears, a lot less offensive of, than what I would have said. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, that comes across way less uh, offensive than what I would have said to try to wrangle these animals in at the time. It's like peak frustration situation shit, you know, where you're like, I can try to tune this out, but it's actually like making my eyes hurt to hear it, you know? So I felt like I played it right. The only other way to play that would have just been to leave. So um, it's screaming for like 30 minutes, 40 minutes. Like, I just can't handle it. I can't handle, like, the high, high volume just screaming over and over and over. Like, I just can't do it. So, uh, what I would have said would have been probably more harsh and uh, taken differently than just silence, no words, and just, I'm tuning you out. Like I said on that episode, I'll, I'll probably just get, like, some, like, real earplugs for next time. They're pretty cheap. Yeah. So I don't have like just tissue hanging. And my niece thought it was pretty funny too. She's like, yeah, sure. This is hilarious. She's like yeah. taking pictures of me with yeah. tissue in my ears because she's like 14 and her nephews and nieces are all like younger. Right. Um, <laughs> you made it on the Snapchat. Yeah. She probably Snapchatted me. My probably. uncle at dinner. <laughs> Most likely, yeah. The screaming in the yeah. fucking background. Yeah. Probably. Smelled like pizza. So the Lakers thing. Yeah. I'll I'll speak up on the Lakers. He thing. makes pizzas. Um, it's, not, it's not important what he does. I was very wrong about the Lakers. Clearly, you don't like them. You don't. No. You just you don't believe. No. Yeah. I thought that you're the really Lakers, counting your LeBron out again. I thought the Lakers <laughs> were adding like extra veteran leadership with Russell Westbrook. I think anybody that's betting and, against LA is nah. insane. They'll make the play in. They might make some noise, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm just they're going to be a solid playoff team. Sure. And when you know how this goes, the first round of the playoffs, once they start, it's anybody's fucking series, yeah. man. Yeah, as, a, as somebody that comes from Memphis, where an eight seed beat a one seed, being Memphis over the Spurs, how can you fucking say that? That was so different, though. How? Because that team was built, not bought. Yeah, the Grizz, that team that year, they were rolling. They were doing so things. were the Spurs. It really well, is just okay. who's more mentally prepared at the time of the fucking game. Okay. And who so, has the better uh overall motor to like sure. who has the fucking more will to win? Sure. The Lakers, they just gotta gel, right? So they're they not gonna, gonna, I think they're, they're still gelling. Gel. I think yeah. they're still gelling. They're going to be fucking gelling for It's not even halfway through the season. It's a third of the way through the season. <laughs> it's a third of the way through the season. How long do they have to gel? So it's going to be they, they Maybe got, it'll take till the last fucking month. I don't fucking know. <laughs> so they're not I don't think they're going to beat the Jazz. You don't, don't think they can I don't think they're going to beat the wow. Suns. I I I'm probably wrong. I'm just going. I feel like I'm just going against the grain because I, I still could, believe in the Lakers. I could be wrong. I could I'm totally not a Lakers wrong. fan. I'm not a LeBron fan. I was very high on them at the beginning of the season. I'm just not that high. 
I'm not saying that like their season's over. No. But I'm not, not as high on them now as I was then. Oh, what are you saying? I just don't think they're a good team. And <laughs> they have LeBron James. <laughs> yeah, but they don't have anybody else. Yeah, they do they have Anthony Davis he's and out, Russell he's Westbrook. He's not out there right now. Is he going to be back? Yes, he'll be back. Well, they got AD. It's like a four-week thing with AD. They got AD. It's it's possible that they could get out of the eighth, seventh, eighth seed. I could see Who them the getting like, healthy and rolling. Look, but I it's, just don't. I don't know. It's so popular right now to trash the Lakers. I'm not. Like tra- I'm not the trashing the Lakers. I know you're not. I'm not trashing Lakers. I'm making a statement. An observation. At this point in the season, I'm not convinced. It's, it could change. Simmons did it. Everybody's doing it. Everybody's trashing the Lakers for whatever fucking reason they can. It's like a very popular thing to do. In America, <laughs> it's a very popular thing to do is trash Lakers. <laughs> but I think yeah. when it really fucking counts and when these guys have to look at each other, and they have to look at themselves in the mirror and say, is this really what I want? What this are we doing to, here? Yeah. Is this really how I want this to go? When Westbrook has to look at himself and AD has to look at himself and say, is this really how I want to go out? They're going to fucking trash me forever if it ends badly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. These guys are going to fucking turn it on. That's what I fucking think. And if I'm wrong, fine. But I believe in the character. That's of, not a crazy opinion. I think they got insanely high character fucking guys. Whether or not they're old or young is obvious. And whether or not they're a great regular season team is pretty fucking obvious. Yeah. But when it's playoff time and these guys are looking at each other as their legacies of like whether or not they were winners or fucking losers. And AD and Braun already fucking did it. But yeah. Westbrook is... Mm-hmm. That much more hungry because he mm-hmm. hasn't done it. And there's other guys on that team, too, that have been there and done it. Dwight, Rondo. Mm-hmm. Horton Tucker. Yeah. Horton Tucker's like the X-Factor young guy. Look, there's other guys. Kendrick Nunn hasn't even Baysmore. fucking played yet. Kendrick Nunn hasn't even fucking played yet for that team. Yeah, I'm just I, I, I'm out. <laughs> That's I fine. Like, but when it comes to... I thought I would be way more sold on them at this point of the season than I am. It's a third of the way through. And you're right. They should be on track. Yeah. But there's been some other fucking variables. Mm-hmm. Have you heard of this thing? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're the only ones dealing with it, too. They're the only ones. Mm-hmm. They're the I, only I'm team. Not, I'm not sitting here <laughs> saying that they haven't been bad. Yeah. They've looked really bad. I just don't want to be... I, maybe I'm going against the grain. Maybe that's just ingrained in my head is yeah. to go against the grain. Sure. Which is why I thought Portland was going to fucking win yeah. in the bubble. Because nobody else was fucking saying it. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I really think they could do it, but they didn't. And then... With the Lakers, I really think that when it comes push to shove, mm-hmm. at the fucking end of the season, they're going to fucking get their shit together. I really do think so. Time will tell. Yeah. And the Warriors are tough to bet against mm-hmm. right now. The Warriors are stupid. Yeah. So dumb. And Clay is coming back. Desmond Bain is about to join <laughs> the Warriors. Yep. 
Lamelo Ball is not joining the Warriors. <laughs> no, it's Dez. Mm. All right. I think we're good here. I don't know. I think it's time to end it. It's been fun. I think we've had a good time. I think we've had a great time. Yeah. yeah. I've enjoyed having you here, Bo, my it's been man. Great to be in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> High fives. Thank you, both of you, for being here and putting up with this for so long. Thank you, anybody yes. that's made it this long listening. This is probably two and a half hours of listening. Maybe three and a half. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe somehow it's a whole other hour mm. that we haven't recorded yet. <laughs> oh, no. Maybe it's taken you two weeks to listen to this. Well, thank you for sticking it out. We will be here on the third next week. It's happening. That's the show. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers.